You take an ancient dinosaur gut and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla, king of the casters. I am your host, NB Nightingale. And I'm your other host, Brandon. Producer Jasper uh, drooled all over me. In a Dunkin' Donuts. Well, before I went into a Dunkin' Donuts this morning, and I'm pretty sure that the uh, cashier thought it was cum. So, <laughs> so that's fun. Well, the the least bad part about that is that he's a dog. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, just imagine like seeing the look in a cashier's eye as they become more and more convinced that you walked in <laughs> with cum on you. <laughs> I mean, the boldness. <laughs> yeah. Jasper drools a lot, and his drool is very, for lack of a better word, chunky. <laughs> and and when, uh, when uh, Brandon and I take him out for walks on recording days, Jasper will often jump on me and get his drool all over. <laughs> He's got big jowls. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so this time... It made me look like a sex pest. Oh, no. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> today we're not talking about the ramifications of that. <laughs> and instead, we're going to start talking about Attack on Titan Season 3. I did explain it was dog drool. I should say that. <laughs> I did explain, oh, I was walking the dog. <laughs> well, he, he, <laughs> Wow, what a great cover. <laughs> I'm sure they bought it. I'm sure. Oh, Sir, where is the dog? <laughs> yeah. He's outside with uh, he's outside with my friend. <laughs> yeah. So uh today we're talking about Attack on Titan season three, and we're specifically talking about episodes. 39 to i believe it was 49 so the entirety of season three part one it's called how we record these episodes is that we're going to have the we're going to talk about specifically the first half of these episodes so that's 39 to 44 for this half we're going to take a break and then we're going to cover the second half so that's 45 to 49 i guess we can start with our general thoughts and then get into spoilery stuff yeah so i can start with saying that I would say overall is some of the weaker part of the show. It's still good. It's a bit of a weaker part, but I think the anim- the level of the animation I think is overall stronger than the first season. But I think the first season has like that initial, whoa, all these things are happening. I think season three, part one, particularly this first half, has the problem of like it has to uh, let the audience in on some stuff now. Like, it, it's a, I would say it's pro, an exposition-heavy first uh, half of a season. It pays off with dividends come the second half of the season. Uh, season 3, Part 2, which we'll be covering um, in a couple weeks. But for while you're seeing it, it does become a lot of information sometimes. But I know where it's going, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell them about the, the King Fritz and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh... Yeah, and I, uh, so, like, I mean, I still like the show, uh, 
but you know, I was really jazzed on season two, and this was nowhere near as good, and it kind of simps for capitalism. <laughs> uh, in a, in a way that like is so blatant and like even going beyond just going to oligarchy it it specifically is like pro oligarchy just <laughs> fucking randy and bullshit uh, we'll discuss that in a bit but that was uh, anyone who knows who knows me or has been listening to the show gets the idea that uh my my politics are a bit extreme on the lefty side of things, one might <laughs> ew, say. Ew, A boss portrayed other than negatively. Gross. Disgusting. It goes beyond. <laughs> you know it goes beyond that. It yeah. goes but don't far act like beyond that. Don't act like that's not part of it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely... I mean, I was like, ugh, I don't, don't love them turning the character who was like, the, fir- the first time we meet him was like, I don't care about all these refugees. What about my profit? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get into that when we get into that. But um, it is kind of a... It was a weird choice, the character. They could have... It's an it unbuilt to turn around for yeah. those characters. I feel like it probably would have been better if they just did a new character. Probably, yeah. Because like, then it wouldn't have that baggage of we'll get into that so yes overall though you still liked it but you know obviously not season two heights which i feel that season three part two dis exceeds from that other parts of the show were based in anti-monarchy pilled but (laughs) but yeah yeah well plus cowboys yeah i like cowboys cowboys are fun i have the taste of like an (laughs) eight-year-old If you put cowboys in stuff, I'm going to have a good time. Cad Bane is my favorite Star Wars character. Because Cad Bane is a cowboy. Yeah. And Kenny, one of the best characters of this part of the season. It's just Cad Bane. He's he's a cowboy. He's he's Cad Bane, but he talks a little more energetic. Yeah. So, um, I guess those are our general thoughts about... That's a little... There's a couple... That's not really spoilers or anything in there. I am proud to announce, though, everyone, that people were a bit worried. People have been like, Nolan, Nolan, I don't think your hatred of Levi is going to (laughs) continue into these episodes. Nolan, Levi, your burning passion for hating Levi, just it won't sustain. But don't worry, folks. People told me these would be the turnaround episodes. Brandon specifically <laughs> told me these would be the episodes that might turn me around on Levi. And I did not turn around <laughs> on Levi. That guy is still just a dick and I don't care for him. Oh my goodness. So uh, we'll get into that. So now um, I want to talk about, let's start with the new opening of season oh of yeah because you've been you've been telling me for a while that i'm gonna hate this opening i didn't say you were gonna hate this opening i said i didn't like this opening <laughs> i love this opening it's the best one in my opinion it has grown on me a bit on the second watch because of what um the kind of stuff it sets up but uh i'm interested why why is this your favorite opening now? Because it so thematically sets up what this season's about. 
even if I'm not fully into the season, this is the best use of the opening I've seen. Because it is, this season, I swear, two-thirds of the time is spent on flashback and backstory. Mm. And that's exactly what this opening is. This opening is the younger versions of our characters interacting with their their older current incarnations mm. and it's so beautifully done i think i told you my favorite shot is of young aaron bumping into older aaron and older aaron's all sullen while young aaron's trying to be playful and like hey what's going on and i think that's a perfect summation to it doesn't quite make sense because Aaron was never like a young, happy-go-lucky kid. But <laughs> he was pretty happy before, you know. His no, Aaron whole was a fucking killed. bulldog. <laughs> he had happy moments before that. Mo- Aaron that murdered sex traffickers. <laughs> That's Aaron's childhood. <laughs> I'm undercutting myself here, but <laughs> that doesn't quite. It doesn't quite make sense. Like it's. Aaron, Armin, and Mikasa palling around. And, like, Aaron and Mikasa's bond is over murdering sex (laughs) traffickers who were trying to sex traffic Mikasa together. And Armin's whole thing was he was uh, pretty much... People beat him up because he was a Mormon kid. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) By the way, so this opening... uh, I'm going to try to list the names of the openings now. Uh, It's called Red Swan by pronunciation aside yoshiki comma hide so it's called red swan so in you know in the community this is considered often the weakest one and but levi's considered the strongest character in the community yeah so 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 the community can fuck itself but well not that i would just say that i think no one your tastes are often the inversion of it which has me worried because pretty much everyone says season three part two is the best part and I'm so worried you're gonna we're gonna watch it and you're gonna go, I hated that. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But season th- I think the reason why a lot of people don't like this one as much is because it is a lot slower than the rest. It's a lot more introspective. But I think I do agree with what you said is that in my it's like this season is a lot more introspective. So it makes sense the intro would lead you to for that. Yeah. Uh- and the animation's fucking Gorgeous. It's still it uh, Studio Wet at yeah. this production. Uh, Studio Mappa takes over for season four, and they have a whole... It looks similar enough, but there's a little difference in things. Oh, we also but. get to see young Erwin Smith in Good. the opening, and it's like, damn, dude's always been a heartthrob. <laughs> I mean, they literally just took his character design and made him slightly shorter but uh, he's but, still got the eyebrows yeah, but yeah i don't yeah. get why all the ladies love levi erwin smith is right there well <laughs> and his haircut isn't stupid you, you hear that folks folks thirsting over my co-host here tall blonde kings <laughs> <laughs> oh also because there's not really a great place to talk about this uh, in in the episodes, I'd like to talk about one of the overarching questions that these uh, this batch of episodes okay. is set up. So we're full spoiler territory here, folks. So watch episode uh, yeah. to f- watch episode forty four and then come back here if you care about spoilers because we go free range on the whole thing. It's up kind until forty four. It's kind of like until so season. It's kind of like uh, mm-hmm. so famously season. 
eight, I believe it was, of American Horror Story, hmm. they did this playful thing with the audience where Evan Peters was listed as one of the main characters, and he hmm. doesn't show up for a long way into the season. Evan Peters is one of the cat fan favorite recurring cast members of American Horror Story. So a big internal meta question within the hmm. story was, hmm. where's Evan? Okay. Where's Daz? That's the big question of where, this batch of episodes. So, if is you where's Daz? If you haven't heard this, um, there is a character from one of the, I think it was the previous episode of the of the Attack on Titan episodes, where we figured out there was a character that, me being someone, if um, I have re- watched all the way up into the anime finished or to its current point, so that is. Uh, when we're recording this, part two of season four has not come out yet. So I watched the anime up until that point, and then I read the manga, so I know the whole story. And I was convinced Daz was dead. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that guy's dead. But we we look it up on the wiki. Listen, He's still around. Don't put your confusion on me. I've been a Daz head since episode one. You can go back and listen. And I'm singing the praises of Daz. Listen, we need the viewers. <laughs> if we, if you guys want to hear us hucking Hello Fresh to you, you need to go back and listen for my Daz commentary. I swear the word Daz does not come out of our mouths until the end of se- until season two when uh, it's the part where Ymir and uh, Krista, her name at the time, have to rescue him from the cold. And I remember we we started the discussion because we said it couldn't be a character we knew was alive. <laughs> Listen, Daz's most important contribution so far in the series, if I remember right, is him complaining and moaning about having to attack the titans and he tries to convince everybody to leave listen you are (laughs) not going to put that evil on my daz daz (laughs) it's in the show fascinating character arc daz Uh, is (laughs) what's daz's character arc Listen, we don't have time for me to write an <laughs> academic essay about Daz. But we do have for a 20-minute shark tale. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Yeah. Da- okay, fine. I'll tell you Daz's character <laughs> arc. All right. Daz is the only anti-military character in this show. The military is pretty much... Attack on Titan, one of the things is that it... Attack on Titan sucks off the military. Like... I'm pretty sure it doesn't have a gag reflex. It sucks off the military that hard. It's like Attack on Titan is the equivalent of those viral videos of a of a girlfriend of a soldier meeting them at the airport and leaping on them and spinning around. Yeah. <laughs> it loves itself the military. Every character, it's like shikario shikario it's sick though it's such a good opening but daz is the only one that's like is daz is the jamie lannister he's out there like fuck the people there's only us <laughs> and that's why daz is the most fascinating character on attack on titan <laughs> he's gonna turn up in one of the episodes i'm gonna look it up so i'll know but you won't. <laughs> and you won't notice him. <laughs> I will notice my dad's. What's what's dad's hair color? It's black. No. Yeah, it is. It's not. It's br- it is. It's gray. 
It's black. I am colorblind. You know that's not fair. Gray and black are different tones. (laughs) They are very similar colors. Like, I'd say that's black. And I think it might be gray. But I think it's black. That that screen right there. That Yeah, that's black. That's gray. That's black. that's, That's brown? It's not Aaron. It's a dark gray. It's black. I'm, you, I'm telling you, Dad. You, you give me that. You know that I'm not wrong. That's like a brownish. That's black. Audi- audience at home, look up Daz Attack on Titan. <laughs> the great debate. Is his hair brown or black? Someone has fan art of Daz. See, someone <laughs> knows where it's at. Someone and it's knows at Daz. Where the Daz is at. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look him up. I'm going to make sure he shows up in one of the episodes. <laughs> well, he will, because that's, you know, that's the tension that th- this batch of episodes <laughs> is working with. Like, who cares about the royal family? Who cares about a coup? Who cares about uh, Historia Re- Rice's real backstory? Who cares if Grisha ate some people? <laughs> what we care about is where's Daz? Where well, is he? Anytime. Daz okay, on a serious note, the actual question is where the fuck are Bertolt, Reinhardt, and Emir? Well, we know where they're going, but what are they up to? That's what. I, that that's like the real <laughs> thing. They're major characters, and we haven't seen them or heard about them at all. Like we saw Emir in a flashback while Historia is like, you know. Not realizing she's gay still, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah. yeah, well, you'll see, you'll see. I can't say anything. You'll see. I, I will not. I will neither confirm nor deny that they may make an appearance in part one. They better. Yeah, they better not do an Annie Lionheart thing where we haven't seen Annie in a like. It felt like it's Annie a, was going. So it's, it's a while longer. <laughs> strap in for the for annie because like the end of season one clearly seems to be setting stuff up for season two that doesn't happen with annie we'll, we'll see we'll see i can't say anything else so oh also hanji's dead we'll, we'll talk see. about this in a more structured yeah manner. yeah let's start actually going through the episodes now okay so we have epi- all uh season three part one is episode 39 pain where it's revealed that, oh shit, humans are killing humans now. <laughs> where it starts out with like, I'm trying to, yeah, I think I remember. Thir- so a lot of this episode is, t- is actually, uh, fuck, what happens in this episode? Uh, so, uh, Levi <laughs> Squad. Levi Squad. Uh, we learned oh, that the yeah. 104 is now Levi Squad. Yeah, they made, uh, you know, Armin, Aaron, Mikasa. They're all, all the, the characters we know and love. They're now part of Levi's, uh, the new Levi Squad. Which, if it's anything from the old Levi Squad, not a great sign. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it all opens with, you know, they're, they're just kind of hanging out after the events of Season 2. And we've, we've seen that Aaron is still trying to test out his powers. And what's the, uh, I think this is the first time the, the show uh, reveals that every, Aaron can turn into Chet, the, the uh, you know, the name yeah. of his titan that we've, we've coined. <laughs> yeah, Chet. Chet. 
He can turn into Chet a few times simultaneously, but the problem is every time he turns into Chet, if it's like close enough together, Chet is smaller and weaker. Like he'll turn into Chet for the first time and he's like a 15 meter Titan. He's a big, he's a big dude. And then he'll turn into Chet and then he gets out of Chet and he turns into Chet again and then he'll be like a 12 meter Titan and then like a 10 meter Titan. Like it's like orgasms. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You haven't when, had one in a while. It's going to be like, <laughs> but if you're like every day, it's going to be. <laughs> so Aaron does not every time he turns into Chet. That's uh, yeah. Aesthetic. So the current Chets are just. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's really cool. Cause it shows that like Aaron's still getting his powers down. Cause while he turns into Chet, like the second time, Chet has fucking no muscles on his legs, <laughs> so he just falls over immediately. So Aaron has not mastered his powers yet. Like he's still he's still kind of in the dark about how they work and how he can do stuff. Yeah. Like he's having problems. Oh, so oh, then we get uh, so the uh, Levi squad's being called back to the city because they want to take over Aaron. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. The the, uh, the, the government. The government. The government the government once which i'm saying that derisively but i also don't like government <laughs> but <laughs> this one's real bad so yeah this the, one season three is really interesting because it looks in part one at least looks inwardly at like yo this this government's really fucked like the military police are really bad dudes yeah we're like the one of the first things we see this um in this episode is that the priest guy the, the the wall church guy who is yeah. going to start giving them information mysteriously dies yeah. in the cap in the i think it's the trost district yeah like he just dies somehow and everyone's like i mean they pretty heavily imply secret police killed him hanji pretends well, that she was fucking him but <laughs> yeah but um yeah they figure that out because they look at the hanji finds the the priest at the crime scene and the military police like oh don't look at him but she peers in real quick and she sees that all of the priest's fingernails have been removed. Yeah. Which, and it was interesting because they talked later when Hanji gets back to Levi and the rest of the guy and the rest of the team. And uh, I think Levi says, oh, that's good then because, you know, if they tear off one fingernail, then they're going to be talking. But the fact he had all 10 removed means he didn't say anything. And he kept it to the end. Which, like, I feel like I could sort of, I could go through one without talking. I feel like I'd make two. I feel like I could get, like, after two, I'd be like, okay, whatever you need to know, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Policeman. But yeah, so this guy took all ten, and then they killed him anyway. So this is where the first thing is like, huh, the military police are, like, covering things up. And then you realize that, like, the military police have, like, no checks and balances. They're, like, the only dudes. Yeah. Man, what a weird fantasy world they've set up. Where there's no oversight for the police? <laughs> what? What? Is, the police can just go out there, murder citizens, and get away with it? What What the fuck are you talking about, fantasy world? Ooh. What? Wacky. <laughs> so, what happens is, it shows, uh... Oh, yeah, this is all in episode 40. This is all in episode 39, isn't it? Uh, yeah, because then, so they, so then they're bringing, they're bringing, uh, quote-unquote, uh, Historia and, and Aaron, and Aaron well, when the police grab him, but it's really 
Armin and Gene. And Gene <laughs> has just dyed his hair black, and he's like, I can't believe they're not noticing. And Armin's in a dress, and Armin gets, you know, lightly molested. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's gross. I'm like, ew. And it's it's like also, what is that guy grabbing at? Like the guy's like grabbing <laughs> at Armin's chest as if he's like grabbing, he's grabbing his shoulder. He's clearly going for grabbing boob, which no... means two either one of two things. Like Armin's got a little man titty, <laughs> or yeah. or to fully complete the outfit, <laughs> Armin has created fake tits to put on. You have to do it for the mission, Armin. You gotta do it. But, yeah. So I that... bet Armin hatched that plan. Much like other things about Harmon that Armin that I think will hatch eventually. <laughs> yep. So that's happening. Armin, trans icon, incoming plot line. <laughs> <laughs> so that happens, and they realize it's not the military police that captured them. It was the... Um, it the was fan, the the, the Reeve, merchant dudes, yeah, the, the merchant. Reeves, right? The Reeves. Yeah. So, so let me say what currently the two attributes we've gotten <laughs> about the Reeves are to fully, you know, just hammer in how dumb the upcoming plotline is. So the Reeves, the first time we meet them, are blocking up the way for refugees to get out of Tross during a Titan attack, so they can bring their profit with them. They gotta get the wagon through the door. And then Mikasa and kills now, the Titan, jumps down, and be like, you fucking dumbass, you fucking idiot, move And it. their second time we meet them, they have kidnapped Armin and are molesting him. Kidnapped Armin and Gene, and they're like, we're gonna, you know, deliver them to the, to the military police. Because we gotta, or they're gonna just uh, kill and off again, everyone. And again, very important, are molesting Armin. So, you know, from what I think irredeemable guys right irredeemable clearly they're not gonna redeem these people because they're hey they're job creators that's not gonna be a thing now moving on with the plot <laughs> yeah so, so during episode 39 so they capture armin and gene who they think are historian and aaron and they want to capture both of them Oh, and then, Sasha does a cool thing with her bow and arrow, which is just her aesthetic now. Yeah, she shoots things both. She uses it once, and sick. now she's like, oh, this is me. <laughs> yeah, so... Not a well, I gotta do my Sasha impression. This thing here, a bow and arrow, not a phase, Dad. Yeah! Yep. So during that, in episode 30... Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, that makes sense. I, I misspoke, folks. We're in uh, episode 38, Smoke Signal. Okay. That's the name of this one. I I was up on my notes and I was like, this sounds like something that doesn't happen in episode one. It doesn't. Okay, so the actual, the first, interesting enough, do you notice, I wonder in your version, Noel, when you watched this, because I don't know if this is a Blu-ray thing or not, mm -hmm. is the first thing you see in season three, Aaron looking at the sea? I don't remember. Okay. So that, if when I saw that. I'm guessing that was... Oh, wait, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. He's having, like, a dream sequence. Yeah, he's having, like, a dream thing. The first thing he sees is Aaron looking at the sea. So, I just wanted to bring that up as the first thing you see in Season 3. So, you know, with the new Levi squad, and then I would I would say overall, you see you feel this big shift from Season 2 to, as I said, be a lot more inward, a lot more political intrigue becomes yeah. the focus this one. 
Um, and they make you they make use of how Armin and Historia look similar in that way. Yeah. And then this is where you first get introduced to Kenny the Ripper. Oh, so yeah, that's the end of the episode. Is that yeah? Levi, Levi looks over. Is, so they <laughs> Levi is overwatching the the cart that Aaron and Historia are really in. Yeah, the one that's hidden with like a top. And on he's it. got one of Hanji's uh, one of Hanji's uh, lieutenants with him. Mm. When all of a sudden, this guy in a cowboy hat shows up, shoots her fucking head off. Yeah. And well, Levi says like a one sentence like, "You got to watch out for Kenny." And she's like, "Who's Kenny? Kenny the Ripper? He's killed over 100 military soldiers." I thought he was a myth. I thought he was a myth. Bang. And then Levi goes, "Kenny." And then Kenny goes, "Man." And he's got a big old cowboy hat on and He does not Kenny. go, "Man." <laughs> he goes, "Good seeing you, kid." He drops his he drops his gut like the low the now empty like magazine on his gun which yeah. his gun the magazine is like the front which is interesting yeah it's like the like this is where we get introduced to in season three part one it shows that there is now ODM maneuver gear that instead of killing titans shoots fucking buckshot gut like shotguns and it's designed to kill people. <laughs> yeah. So that's where things get fucking nuts and Levi goes Kenny and then that's where that episode ends. So now we're on to the, uh, episode 39, Pain. So this is actually the, where 39 was. What we talked about before was 38. So 39, Pain, uh, one of one of the best animated sequences in the entire show happens, where it's Levi versus Kenny Squad. Holy fuck. <laughs> like, this Studio Wit is a... Like, Studio... Attack on Titan has always had good animation. Yeah. Each season has had... I feel like each season has been building on what came before. Season 1 had good animation. Season 2 had better animation with some great moments. And then Season 3 Part 1 is like, holy fuck. Like, it's the scene where everyone everyone who's seen Attack on Titan knows of this sequence. Where it's Levi... You know, 3D maneuvering gear, ODM around the city, and he's fucking sliding through, like, platforms on buildings, and, like, fucking Kenny Squad is attacking him, and he, they're shooting at him, he's, and they're missing, he's slicing them up, and, like, it's a gorgeous use of great uh, 2D animation with 3D fast backgrounds, because you don't notice the background being 3D, because of how quick it goes by, you could... Making it 3D was a great choice because they can really, like, maneuver the camera and then adjust the animation to it. Now it's time to talk about what happens with the Reeves Company. <laughs> of this. Pain, baby. So... Well, is it this one? I don't think this happens in 39. One, it's 1, 2, and 3 are the Reeves arc. So, of Season 3, Episode 1, Season 3, Episode 2, and Season 3, Episode 3, the Reeves arc is a subplot in those episodes. Okay. I know, because I was paying a lot of attention to it. So... <laughs> Yes. So then, yeah, you can. So then, you can go into. You know, into I'll do. We'll just get out. We'll just get the get, whole. Reeves get the thing Reeves out of, out of the way. way. No, get. We'll get, get the whole arc get, out of the way right get now. Get the leftist out of the system. Okay. And let's talk about some torture and cops. So then, so so the dead Reeves guy is now found in the street, and when Erwin Smith is being like arrested and well you gotta say that well we, we're happened... not going into the whole plot you said we're just getting this out of the way no, we but can't you gotta go know that the... Kenny yeah. kills Reeves because they yeah. betray him we'll talk about that in a second okay but yeah so so the thing 
So, yeah, they find Reeves in the street, and Erwin Smith, my king, says, your husband almost let a lot of people die. And I'm like, based, don't let him rest in peace. But then Erwin Smith is like, but he created a lot of jobs. Trust would have starved without him. Trust would have starved. He's a job creator. Let it be. So that's... Oh, God. That is... So the Reeves have been... Like... Their, their horrible acts, which again include... Almost being... If they had their way, letting a city full of refugees get eaten by titans and molesting Armin. It was one bad apple. Disavow, Mr. Reeves says. Disavow. We will do an internal investigation and we will come forward with the perpetrator. And then... It was one guy, Nolan. It wasn't Mr. Reeves himself but then Reeves, overseeing. With Reeves dead, Reeves' son <laughs> helps to overthrow the interior police and... Then the people rejoice, for no longer will the corrupt government rule them. Instead, they will be ruled by a corporation. <laughs> Woo. That's li like, I, I, you might think that I'm twisting things here, but I am just explicitly what the show tells us, saying that the Reeves, the people are rejoicing because the Reeves company now will control the area. Well, they control the area until... Well, you know, it's the second half of the season yet. But it's not a permanent change, is what I'd say. Well, we're, what I'm saying is the revolution... <laughs> Is for Erwin's re uh, revolution, he needed to recruit the libertarians. <laughs> so yeah, so that happens. Oh so. my god, it all makes sense. They, they are libertarians. <laughs> Their own personal profit matters more than society. And, you know, they don't care about Armin's age of consent. <laughs> Woo! Oh my goodness! All Libertarian. Right. So let's let's go to the the main plot. That's a, that's a subplot. That's a thing that happens. Yeah, I don't mind as much as Nolan does, but because you know it's everyone rising up against the royal government. Listen, I get it. I get that capitalism is gonna be simped for in almost everything <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but this, like, the text is explicitly saying these people are bad. For most of their existence in the show. Yeah. And then without... Then without, like, any sort of arc or anything. It's just like, oh, but they're job creators. They're good now. It was it was kind of weird. I think I would have... As I said before, I would have preferred if they just had done another guy. Yeah. Because it wouldn't have the... Because they flash back to the sequence where he's stopping. But I don't, yeah, I don't even think I'd be as bothered... If they didn't draw attention to the fact that it was the same guy, I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. I wouldn't have noticed that... I'm bad at noticing <laughs> characters, unless they're Daz. But... <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, so now yeah. we are yep, 36 so... minutes in, and we have barely covered episode one. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you do your thing where you actually uh, talk about the plot and All right. occasionally Woo. interject. All right, so 
Episode 39 is called Pain. So that whole Reeve stuff is happening in the background. But the main thing is that Levi and Kenny are going to an epic fight with each other where eventually it's so sick. Levi gets uh, like he jumps like he, he slides into like an old like bar and the bar keeps like, no, you got to leave. They're going to kill us all. And then Kenny comes in and starts spewing stuff about, ah, you're my old, you know, you're my old apprentice. And now I got to hunt you down. Dang. It's a, it's a shame the military police is paying so much for this. Yada, 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 yada. Which, like, Levi and Kenny are cowboys now. <laughs> That's just a thing you gotta accept now, Lo Nolan. Is <laughs> Levi is a cowboy, and they're now doing the trope where one of his old friends has to hunt him down through the force of the government. Yeah, I mean, I... Levi's action scenes as cow as a cowboy are cool. If I as I've said to you before, if he were just a haircut that punched stuff, <laughs> I'd be okay with the character. But every time he opens his goddamn mouth, the most inane edgelord bullshit spews out of it. <laughs> we'll talk about what he says to Armin at an important point <laughs> in a little bit. But he's just such a, like fuck Levi, fuck that guy. You're gonna get so many great comments. I hope <laughs> Armin's my favorite character, and he's mean to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, what's going on is in pain. They capture a few of the military police soldiers, and they lock them in like a basement, and they start torturing them. Right. And there's a whole thing where one of the military police dudes says man to think it hurt this much as they like pull a fucking fingernail out it's messed up and basically there's like a command there's more of like a higher up military police guy they get and then like a low life military police guy they get and our focus is on the more higher up guy because he knows more things and they try to get him to talk and he doesn't do it he doesn't do it and they're like i can't you know they say i can't believe that you were, did all this terrible stuff. And he flashes back. He's like, yep. Yeah. He's like, we did what we had to do to keep the peace, he said. And in that short sequence, Nolan, I don't know if you noticed this. If you go back and watch it, you see Erwin's dad. Yeah. Armin's parents. Yeah. And Historia's mother in yes. quick succession. <laughs> to show that, like, the military police have been fucking with them. Fucking with people for a century now. To keep the peace. Because if anyone gets too close, they're gone. So that's happening. And basically the the higher up guy, he ain't talking. He's not doing anything. Right? He's not saying a word. So eventually, uh, Hanji and Levi are the ones torturing him. And then eventually they get... They realize they're getting nowhere. So they leave the superior bee. And then they walk out with the, with the more low life one. And they go, and the Loka goes, could you, can you give me my bed now, please? I told you everything I know now. You know, I told you everything. Man, I hate that superior guy. He's such a, you know, he's such a, a dummy and I hate him. And I'm glad that I'm with you guys now. And I said everything I could. Can I get my benefits now? And we see him being forced to read this off a of paper yeah. at knife point. Trying to, uh, trying to bamboozle the superior into thinking that, well, shit. They are he's they already know everything anyways. I might as well not get tortured more. So then they come in, they walk in right afterwards. No, and that I mean that is 
the logical way to explain that. In mm. actuality, it's that, oh, my friends hate me. Oh, that too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's crying as he says, that guy sucks. Yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> just, okay. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> just imagine okay. with me. Yeah. Two mobster. You're watching The Sopranos. So imagine, like, if Tony and. <laughs> if Tony Soprano and Christopher got, like, brought. got brought in for questioning by the FBI, and Tony overhears Christopher saying, Oh, Tone, guy sucks. Talking about the Gary Cooper and not and and therapy all the time. And them ducks. What's up with them ducks? And Tony Soprano cried and then decided to tell the FBI all of the crimes. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So what happens is they come back in, Hanji and Levi, and the superior military officer just looks at them and he goes, "The Reese family is the true royal family," and they go. Wait, what? And they go, yeah, so, listen, uh, the King the king Fritz, the guy who's actually on the throne, he is a fraud. We just use him as a front, and the Reeses are the true royal family within the walls. Which is like, oh, shit. This is also the first hint, the first time that Kenny mentions Levi's full name. Yeah. Which is Levi Ackerman. Oh, I thought it was Kenny Ackerman. It's both. Well, because remember, um, yeah. in a later episode, Kenny, they're Mikasa's family. They are. What a what a great family they got. <laughs> so that's episode thirty nine. So the torture happens, and there's uh, on episode forty, which is called Old Story. So this is the one where, yeah, it's where they tell an old tale. It's a tragedy, <laughs> but they sing it anyways. Yep. It's basically a uh, a lot of it is. It's a two separate flashbacks. It's an Irwin yeah. Smith flashback and, and a, it's a Historia flashback. Yep. Oh, it's two of them characters. Oh, Jasper's very bitey today. Yeah. Oh, bitey. Oh, gooba. So what happened was, in old story, it's shown that. Oh, I remember it's uh Historia. I remember she mentions I think the episode before. It's like oh, I'm gonna tell you the full story. Yeah. And now we actually see it yeah. where her mom, she lived a fucking, she lived on a farm and it was a nice farm, but like she had like zero social interactions. Like the yeah. only person she ever saw consistently was her mother and her mother would always read and just be like, ew, if only I had the courage to kill this thing. It's like, uh, honestly, how I'd probably be as a father. <laughs> <laughs> just reading in just raining your dune in a tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that Papa, happens. Papa, do you love me? Be gone. I'm reading God Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that happens. And then eventually, um, Historia reads in a book. And do you remember the cover of this book? You asked me this before. You know the answer okay. is no. Well, I, I know I you're, I know you're, uh, you're setting it up for our viewers. Yeah. Our uh, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> No, so, they watch the bar very slowly <laughs> count across the yeah. screen when they're watching Spotify. Like, God damn, why is this episode so fucking long? <laughs> yeah. Nolan, Nolan, that another tangent about come? Come on. 
Come on. I don't have all day to listen to your dumb podcast. Stop it. <laughs> and then they're like, more, more. So uh, what happens is the cover of Historia's book is a woman holding an apple. Oh, like Eve. Yeah. Also, or you know, like, like the second ending sequence. Oh, and also it's the Eve. It's her. It's a woman yeah. holding an apple to like a demon thing. And also, also, mm. like the fact that you know, just I'm sure women are half the population, and apples are like the most popular fruit. <laughs> so I'm sure, like a lot of women throughout history have held an apple. <laughs> Well, yeah, I know that. If you are a woman who has held an apple, please, please comment on Twitter. Hashtag Apple Squad. Oh, my God. So, so you know, hit us up at at Podzilla KOTC. Yeah. That's our social. (laughs) Yep. That's if you are, take a picture of you holding an apple to prove to us that women hold apples. <laughs> oh my goodness. So they do, but it's a reference to the, yeah. you know, it's a callback to the second ending. And the second ending has so much, like, imagery that comes in later. So she's reading a book, and the book is about, oh, a good girl named Krista. So that's where she gets her name, Krista. And... Oh, we skipped over in episode one Krista's I'm gonna be a bad bitch now speech. Oh, <laughs> yeah, in the first episode. Or Historia's I'm gonna Historia. be a bad bitch yeah. now speech. Where Historia's basically like, you know, I'm done. I'm done being a I'm not a gonna be shoes. nice anymore. I'm gonna be a bad bitch. <laughs> exact wording, but, you know, I'm being a normal person now. I'm no longer gonna put on this act. So in this flashback, you know, she's had a really bad... Or she didn't have like a like an abusive child, oh, definitely neglectful childhood. I'd say it's an abusive. Yeah, childhood. yeah, abusive, but like not like the you know grew up in an alley abusive, but just the yeah. absolutely no interaction. So one day she tries to hug her mom, and she her mom freaks out and like fucking throws her to the ground and goes like, "Oh, I fully had the courage to kill you," and then that was and she's like, "That was the first words my mother ever said to me," and I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" So that yeah. happens, and then eventually, um. We keep doing the flashback. I think, isn't this the, I'm pretty sure this is the same flashback where it shows race killing the mom. Uh, or is uh, that later? Yeah, yeah, it's the same one. Okay, yeah. And then it cuts to years later where one night the Reese, um, you know, Lord Reese goes to the farm out of nowhere because, you know, Historia's his daughter out of wedlock. And he goes like, Oh, he's like, oh, so lovely. If only, you know, I'm going to take you with me now. And then there's something where the military police goes, oh, really? I thought you didn't know these people. And then he goes, wait, yeah, you're right. I don't know these people. Kill them. And then the the mother's last words to the daughter is, I've only never had you and I want to be killed or some, something like that. And then she gets her throat slit by, I think it's Kenny. And then the story goes, that's the last words my mother ever said to me. It's like, oh my goodness. And they're about to kill Historia, too. And then Reese go, Lord Reese goes, wait, wait, uh, you know, just in case, let's keep her around, just in secret. So, that happened. That's his, that's her big flashback. And then we, yeah, exactly. So, right now, Erwin, the military, the whole government is like, yo, the scouts are getting fucking onto us. We want to disband the scouts. Yeah. Like, they're they're asking questions we don't want them to know the answers to. So everybody, you know, uh, they lock Irwin up. They're locking, you know, they're locking up all the scouts, people with the scout uniforms. 
they're like, we gotta, you know, we gotta take these guys out. They're gonna be a problem. So Erwin in his like sit, you know, and house arrest basically, uh, has this big flashback about his dad. Yeah. And how his dad used to be a, like a history teacher, but his dad's like, the history book is full of contradictions though, son. Like, how could this happen and everything, you know? Like, how come we have nothing before a hundred years ago? That's nuts. That's crazy. So that's the whole thing. And then Erwin as a kid starts talking about what his dad told him to other kids. And eventually the military police show up and his father just dies in an accident far away for some reason. And then Erwin says, like, since that day, I knew it was the government that killed him. And I made it my mission to, like, prove that he was right. Yeah. Hey, should we talk about what Mikasa's mom's last name is? Ackerman? No, that's her dad's last name. Oh, what's her mom? What's her mom? Now remember, Mikasa is half Japanese. Yeah. Her her dad's side, the Ackermans are German. Mm. Her mom's side, the the Japanese side, side their last name mm. in text is oriental i don't remember that that happened i noted it (laughs) i noted it because i was like what the fuck i'm not sure that's okay i'm not even sure if that word is still okay to say (laughs) it's i i don't think that's right that is right they capitalize it every time on the show don't wiki it i have to i don't remember it's in the when Levi's talking about her and reveals that she's related to Kenny in the same conversation, he said, they say that it's so the options are either because they capitalize it weirdly as if it were a last name. So the options are either that the mother's last name was Oriental or Levi says to to Mikasa. And your mother's side of your father's side were the Ackermans, and your mother's side were the. Uh, now that's not a last name. I'm not <laughs> sure I'm comfortable saying it, but were the, were the, the Orient Express. Uh, yeah. So yeah. with that in mind, I don't remember that happening. I I think there's more flashbacks in the second half of the season, so we'll confirm or deny that. But anyways, um, I'm gonna be a little quicker here to wrap. To get these next few episodes out here, uh, which so, would, I'd also like to uh, to redraw attention to the fact that they do live in a society where the only three cultural backgrounds are German, Japanese, and Italian, and uh, uh, that that raises some questions. <laughs> but also, yep. yeah. But so, anyways, yeah. um, old story. One of the only things that isn't a flashback is when the it's kind of a gray moment where the the former military you know the military police higher up who's being tortured and is in the chair after they're done he looks at hanji and was like you know we did what we had to do and then eventually like the old guard goes away and the new guard comes in and he's like and he's basically says something like do your best or something or like you know you got to do what you got to do and he's crying and it's like kind of showing that the you know the cycle of torture is still going yeah where you know they used to torture the priests and other people and now Hanji's torturing him, and then the cycle keeps going. And Hanji gets pissed and like knocks over a bunch of tables for that. Because yeah. it starts, it gets a little gray this season. 
Oh, good old Hanji Zoe. Yeah, so that's uh, 40. And then 41 opens with Hitch and Marlo, baby! Yeah. They're still around. They are, um, they're characters that were introduced way back in season one with, uh, they were with Annie. They were, yeah. you know, the bolt, black bowl cut hair. Yeah, Mo. Yeah. I think his name's Marlo. I know what his name is. <laughs> I would him only Mo. refer to him as Mo. So Hitch and Mo. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so Hitch and Mo are going to investigate. They're like searching around. Because right now they're like, yo, the military police have put stops everywhere along the major roads. They're trying to find Levi, Aaron, and Mikasa. They got like dr- sketches of them. They're trying to find these guy, these people and like bring them to the police, the military police. So episode 41 is called Trust. And it starts with Hitch and Marlowe, who we haven't seen since season one, walking around, looking around for things, mm-hmm. looking for these convicts. And they come across Armin cleaning like clothes in a stream. And they're like, stop right here, right there. You must be one of the, the, the people, the scouts we're looking for. And they pull their guns on Armin and Armin like, Real, they realize it's a trap, and then Levi and a couple other guys like knock him out, like him, and they take their guns away. Yeah. And they tie him up, and they're like, "Listen, like, um, they tie him up, and they're like, yo, we gotta like, you know, we're not gonna kill ya, but we're just gonna lure you out of here because we don't want anybody else hearing about this, right?" Yeah. So Gene takes Marlo, and he goes. Ooh, ooh, Mr. Levi, can I can I escort them out? Yeah. And Levi goes, ah, oh, sure, dude. So Gene's got, I think it's a knife, right? Isn't yeah. it a knife and he's poking him with it? Yeah, so Gene pretty much puts him up against a rock and he's like, I'm gonna kill ya! <sighs> they're, by, they're alone. They're far enough in the woods, nobody else can see this. It's just yeah. the three of them. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm gonna kill you, Marlo. He's like, I'm gonna kill you, Mo. I gotta kill you, you can't. I can't have anybody finding out our positions and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's Gene's reaction to... Oh, this is... We're getting to what might have been the funniest moment in the entire show so far. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting there. Oh, yeah. The moment that made me have to pause so I could laugh for a yeah. long time. Okay, so by the way, I think something we missed is that in the scene where they're running away with Aaron, because the... So by the way, the... I think we missed the important part where... In a previous episode, the royal government got Aaron and Historia, the real ones. They yeah. got them, they captured them, and then on the way, Gene and Armin are trying to get them back, and they they fail. And then Gene is gets a gun pulled on him by one of the Kenny guys. Yeah, Armin kills a dude. Yeah, and then a gunshot happens, and for a second you're like, shit, did they kill Gene? Because they cut to a fucking commercial when the, after that happens. Yeah. But then you revealed it's Armin who shot her, who shot him, her shot her. Yeah. So then that and they do Armin's it by like a by reveal it. shot of like the gaping wound in the person through which you can see Armin. Oh, that's a okay. That's interesting. So, anyways, uh, so Armin gets broken up by it afterwards, and Levi just goes toughen up, kid. The world's a hard place. Yeah, I fucking hate Levi. Let Armin grieve, you little, you fucking J. Crew haircut motherfucker. What if the la- what if the episodes that are coming up completely shift you around? What if you go, shit, Levi was a pretty good guy after all. The first thing you'd have to do is get a different haircut. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. So, um, anyway, so, so sorry we didn't mention that earlier, but that's important because I think that Gene overreacting here and being like all crazy and stuff is that in that moment, it's shown that if uh, Gene, you know, Gene hesitated, Gene is and he kind of died. feeling like a, Gene's kind of feeling like a little small dick uh, McGrick mm. right there because he's because uh, Armin because Gene Armin was supposed to, to kill that dude and Armin killed. So like Gene's like, well, I want to kill a guy. Yeah. So he's basically toying with Marlo and being like, oh, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. And then Hitch, you think Hitch no, runs? No. So Hitch runs up then. They come to an agreement where it's like Gene realizes he can trust these people, so he shouldn't kill them. Yeah. And Gene's about to put <laughs> put his weapon down when all of a sudden he gets fucking whopped in the head. Yeah, Hitch <laughs> grabs a fucking like branch and just swaps him on the head. And she like we thought she ran away, but <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's just whack and he's like, ah, so that happens. So then, uh, in this episode, so that happens. So now they can trust Hitch and Marlowe, who, you know, get them into the, the whole facility and how yeah. things are running now. And while that's happening, you got the, the uh, you know, the merchant plotline thing happening. And, you know, the revolution's beginning now. I think this is the episode where they're, uh, the military police are tracking down the merchant's son. And the merchant's son, with help from the, you know, the Levi squad, lure military police into an alley, get them to admit that they had killed the merchant dad for, you know, because he, oh, he was asking questions, he was doing bad stuff. Because the merchant dad betrayed them by helping Levi squad out for a minute. So then he's like, hey guys, did you hear all that? And then like, they realize they're in a big like apartment complex and fucking everyone pours out and like, I think we heard that dude. And uh, they just start, like, beating them up, and they beat up the guards. And a a people's revolution begins, and I'm, like, (laughs) based. And then they install a corporation, and I'm, like, unbased. So as this is going on, there's, like, there's a lot of, like, intrigue this season. It's kind of hard to cover it all. But there's a whole, like, little thing about reporters and how, like, the newspaper is biased towards the military police, and the military police are, like, thanks dudes for not you know covering all the fighting we do amongst people and stuff and they're like oh don't worry about it dude and there's a young reporter guy that's like no we should cover that and the old guy's like oh you don't know how things work around here and so everyone happens. is asking each other constantly where's dad <laughs> yeah so that happens and the revolution starts and then I think this is forty one is where um yeah the coup happens at the begin the coup happens at the beginning of the uh forty two I think yeah the yeah. next episode so yeah. they're setting up a coup or they're setting things up and I think in this episode in- it's either forty one or forty two these are a few of these do blur together Irwin and Irwin's brought to trial yeah not yet remember Irwin has a talk with um. Oh my Pixies. Pixies, yeah. yeah. So Erwin and Pixies have a chat where they basically, they don't talk directly about a coup, but they kind of allude to it that, you know, Pixis isn't going to take a, you know, Pixis basically more or less wants to be on the winning side. So it's kind of going to see where things go. But, you know, if basically, if Erwin can convince Pixis 
that it is in humanity's best interest to coup the government, then Pixis will go along. But he's yeah. not going along yet. Yeah, Pixis is going to choose whichever side will allow him to one day get bored by a lady titan. You're never letting that go. <laughs> I'm never letting it go. It's it's like it's like I mean it's not his introduction, but it's like one of his first lot <laughs> scenes going on about that. Yes. So um that happens and then 42 begins and I think it's around this time that you see that Aaron and Historia are back with Reeves, or Reese, the Reese guy. And he's yeah. like, Historia, I thought I lost you. Like, he's being all loving to her. And, you know, mm-hmm. we as an audience know that that's because, well, I think it's a couple episodes later we figure out why. Yeah. But, you know, it's not an authentic kind of love. <laughs> so that happens. And it's then It's a, uh, what? It's a, you're my last option. <laughs> it's what a uh, particular 80s band might have referred to as a tainted love <laughs> yes oh whoa, whoa, whoa. tainted love so 42 happens it's called reply 40 episode 42 is reply so in episode 42 reply i think the big focus for this one is the is the trial of erwin and the uh it's sorry it's the trial of erwin and aaron in the being found where he is yeah. in the cave, in the crystal cave. Yeah. <laughs> so 42 starts with, it's the big trial and it's basically military police was looking for a reason to hang Irwin. Yeah. Cause you know, they couldn't just hang him in the streets for no reason. They had to find something. But, but I'm confused. I thought Irwin was already hung. So anyways, <laughs> they're just, they're just looking for a reason to do it. Hanji would agree with me. <laughs> Who's looking for a reason to do it. So what happens is that they they pin the merchant's dad being killed on Erwin. Mm-hmm. And they go, you have violated, uh, it's like section six of the code of humanity with our government that... You cannot you, be too based. <laughs> no, it's, it's that you cannot put your interests over the betterment of humanity. That's chapter, that's the sixth, I think it's like the sixth rule... There, you know, we never hear what the other ones are because they don't last too much longer. But it's one of the big rules is that you cannot put yourself over the benefit of like humanity as a whole. So that's the big thing, right? And the trial begins, and Irwin looks like he's gonna lose. Like they're literally hanging up, like they're literally preparing his like noose station as this is going on in the in the courtroom. And everyone's there. There's a lot of military police people there. I don't think there's any scouts. Yeah, it's there's no scouts. It's a bunch of military police. And there's uh, Pixis and some, like, Rose uh, interior people. And that's the makeup of the trial. And it's all of them on one side and the royals on the other. King Fritz is hanging on his chair. Has not said a single word this entire series. <laughs> so I would like to point out something. Just a little... A little bit of a rabbit hole real quick of Attack on Titan fan community stuff. Okay. I am not the only shipper of Erwin Smith and Hanji Zoe. Look at this fan art. Yeah. Look at it. Yeah. That's just a clip. Uh, okay, I wouldn't look too, yeah, okay. I wouldn't Go look back too deeply to... into Attack on Titan stuff right now. 
Okay, okay. Look, I I'm not the only <laughs> one seeing this. Yeah. I'm not the only one getting right, the well. vibes. <laughs> yep. So back to the the trial. Why do you think her hair's always so messy? Oh my goodness. <laughs> they're getting quickies in the closet every single time they're not on screen. Oh my goodness. Fan theory aside. <laughs> so they're in the trial and Lee and uh Erwin looks like he's gonna lose. Like all the things are against him, the Royals wanna hang him because they wanna get rid of the scouts entirely and they want to disband the scouts. Yeah. So they're about to make their decision. They're about to say, like, you know, execute him. And then suddenly, one of the Rose uh, soldiers bursts open the door and says, Everyone, Wall Rose has been breached. Which is the second wall. Yeah. They go, Wall Rose has been breached. The Colossal Titan and the Armor Titan have started attacking the village. The village. And then everyone goes, Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh no. shit, oh fuck, oh shit, oh fuck, oh shit, yeah. what's up? And the royals go, shut the gates to Walsina. Don't let anybody in. They're like, this would be a, gr- a big civil war and everyone would like kill each other if we let everyone who's in Wall Rose right now into our wall. They're like, cut them out. And then uh, they go, and the, the, the soldiers are like, that's half the population. The royals go, you need to do it. We need to save ourselves. And then that's when the other shoe drops. Oh, so first, it's important to say, like, one of the interior police guys. Yeah, who's Erwin's friend. Yeah, is like, who's been going along with this because it's his orders. At that point, they're like, if you don't do what we say, it's treason. And he pretty much goes, it's treason, treason, man. (laughs) Yeah, because Erwin's trying to, like, trying to connect with this military police guy who's been his friend. And he's like, I can't do it, I can't do it, I gotta trust the government. And then in that moment, he realizes that, oh no, like, you know, these guys are fucked and we gotta take them out. So right, you know, he stands up, he's like, I refuse, I will not do this. Suddenly, boom, Commander Zachary, who's like the big military chief guy, and a bunch of soldiers come and they're like, that's all we needed to hear. Along with Pixis, who is like, you, you know, you royal government, you have violated chapter six of the humanity code. You have put your interests over the betterment of humanity because they were going to. The twist is Wall Rose was not broken at all. They didn't attack it. They were doing that as a test to see what the Royals would do, and they failed. Yeah. So Pixis said, Yo, you guys are not better for humanity. We're taking you out. They're, you know, doing this. All the Royal advisors are freaking out, be like, Oh my goodness. And then they look over at King Fritz and go, Wake up, you dummy. And he goes, Huh? Is it time for breakfast so yet? He's been like stuck in like an imposing kind of, <laughs> thing. and we find out he's just fucking asleep. Yeah, with his eyes open, it's yeah. great. And they go, "You idiot! Should you wake up?" And they go, "Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, I should." So that happens, and the coup yeah. is successful. And then as it happens, you see like individual actions all leading to that being successful, like. Uh, the old newspaper guy agrees to print out all the bad things the military police have been doing. All this good stuff happens. And Nolan, I'm wondering, did you, you know, as a first time watcher, I don't remember. Did you think that Wall Rose had actually been broken? Not really. Okay. I, I felt the same. I was like, I feel like if they had done an animation little bit of it, it would have been more. Yeah. But I think... 
I didn't want it to be true because that kind of would have really complicated things in that moment. Yeah. I feel like for the sake of this part of the season, you can't really have that because then it's going to throw everything else into weirdness. Yeah. But, um, so that's happening and the coup is successful and bada bing, we got a new government now, baby. The military are currently in control, but they've said their hope is to install Historia as the new royal. Yeah. Oh, and we get just a real eye-opening scene between Erwin Smith and Zachary. Yeah. Oh my goodness. In which Zachary points out that, like, so like the the first the tension of the earlier scenes hinged on the fact that Zachary, if he had not been convinced that the royals were corrupt, would not have done the coup. And he just reveals afterwards. No, I would have. Yeah, I, I want to take a run at this for a long time, because, you know, because you know the military would it, it, it is bad. But <laughs> he said, "I just want to do it to see." He's like, "I probably would have done it before I croaked, anyways." Yeah. I would have tried it, which is like, oh goodness, because it's kind of like, I don't know, you know, you had a lot of people with noble intentions doing this coup, but. Yeah. You know, there's some people thrown in there who just want to do it because, for, like, less than great reasons. Uh, so anyways, that's all the coup stuff that happens. And now, with episode 42, um, we're going to talk about the Aaron stuff. So that's a whole thing that happens. That's the majority of episode 42, if I remember right. Yeah. But there's little bits of what else is happening with the Levi squad and with Aaron. Little bits. Little bits. Little bits. So, um... So the royals, yep, yeah, so Premier Zachary does his thing. The quote is, uh, the lone choices of many changed the world, which mm-hmm. makes sense with all the buildup. Yeah. So with Aaron, Aaron wakes, wakes up. So Aaron wakes up in a fucking massive, like, crystal cavern, yeah. chained to, like a, like, a, like, a big platform. Yeah. And he briefly has a flashback memory of... A, himself of a woman brushing her hair yeah which is which is something uh that you figure out later of what that is yeah but he wakes up he's like what's going on here i'm chained to this wall dang so you so he's you want to know what i originally thought it was what i thought Aaron was imagining himself as a woman brushing his hair. <laughs> they look very similar they, they got the same hair color and stuff yeah but it's a different character so yeah if the hair color is the same I'm all messed up. That's why Daz and Aaron, I'm getting them confused constantly. Yeah. We all are. Pretty much every scene where Aaron's not turning into into uh, Chet, it's actually Daz, and we just haven't been realizing it. Yes. So, um, I think, so that's the end of episode 42. So the coup is successful, and Aaron wakes up in this weird crystal cave. And I think, I think it shows Historia and, uh... Reeve Reese is also Mr. Reese is also there. I don't remember his first name. Lord Reese. We'll call him Lord, Lord Reese. Lord Reese is there too. That's where the episode ends. You're like, oh shit, what the fuck? Oh, so we also get the uh back the flashback backstory that uh is that next episode or this? But we don't get the episode forty three is the is the one that happens in. Okay. So I think we get the Aaron ate his dad thing. I think we don't get the uh. Well, that it, his dad, who his dad ate, but I think we get Aaron ate his dad in this episode. No, it's 43 I wrote Okay, in, where all right. 43 yeah. is the big focus of that. 
So, because 43, like, barely covers the, the aftermath of the coup. Yeah. If I remember right. We're yeah. mixing up a little bit of the episode stuff, but the structure's there. So, uh, I think we'll, let's cut to a quick commercial break, because we've been going for a while. Yeah. And then we'll cover the, the last two episodes, which is Sin and uh, Sin and Wish, and then we're going to um, go another commercial break, and then we'll come back for the second half of, se- of Season 3, Part 1. So that's 45 to 49. So we'll see you in a minute. jump right into episode 43 sin Woo. this one's a big one about uh yeah. certain reveals so aaron says haven't i been to this place before because he he remembers that he hasn't been but his daddy owes been <laughs> yeah so uh basically historia and mr reese go and they're like oh we should um He's like, Historia, come here. Let's touch Aaron's back. And Historia goes, oh, okay. Sick. Sick abs. <laughs> but <laughs> Yes. Famously, the abs are most <laughs> visible on the back. Ooh, Brandon. back muscles. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Shoulder muscles. Yeah. yeah. Aaron's ripped now, by the way, guys. Yeah, it's, it's, they it's haven't fat. drawn attention to it before, but like, I, Mikasa's simping has, you know, increased and I can see why now. <laughs> Yeah, so that happens, and Historia and Reese. I think I think Reese just grabs Historia's hand and puts it on Aaron's back, and they both have flashbacks for things. Yeah. So Aaron has a big flashback about uh, him looking through the eyes of his dad, Grisha, yeah, eating most of Miss of Lord Rice's family, and that he also has a flashback of him eating his dad. Yes, so he has, or he eats, he first attacks a titan in the cave, eats her, and then, you know, just kills the rest of Reese's, Lord Reese's family, who's mostly kids. It's fucked. So that happens, and then you see Grisha have the power, you know, he ate her, and then he, you see him through Grisha's eyes, inject Aaron with, like, a serum. Yeah. Aaron turns into, like, a little weird titan thing, and eats grisha yeah so aaron ate his daddy oh yeah that's the thing that happened <laughs> and as aaron has this flashback we have historia's flashback yeah. 
where Historia realizes that she was actually not alone all the time on the farm. Yeah. She used to be visited by her half-sister, Frida, who has black hair and... And he says uh, that Frida was the previous founder, the founding titan. Yeah. And she has, like, these, uh, like, milky... How would you describe it? Like, milky purple eyes? Yeah. Yeah, like, like milk, like, you know, very low saturation purple eyes. And she meets, you know, she uh, hangs out with Historia a good amount and teaches her how to read and how to be a good person and stuff. And says, oh, your name should be Krista. You should be nice like the girl in this book. And then eventually she goes, but you have to forget about me because I have to go now. So she, like, taps Historia's forehead and uses the power of the founder to poof her memory of that event. But she gets them all back, Historia, when she touches Aaron, who has the founder in him. Yeah. And boom, she's like, oh, I remember all this stuff now. Oh, my goodness. So that all happens. I've got, um, a, I've got a question about this moment, though. Hmm. So th- through this flashback is how we learn the fact that, like, when... Lo- so Krista Lenz is the name of a storybook character. Hmm. And, you know, uh, seems like a popular one. Like, their version of the... Of the fucking grim fairy tales. Yeah. But Krista didn't choose her name. Her dad, when he was picking the fake name for her, chose it. Hmm. So, let's imagine. Let's imagine that for some reason, Barack Obama had to put Sasha (laughs) and Malia into hiding. Yeah. Now, the way... Now, if you were to do this, you'd want to pick an inconspicuous name for them for hiding. Not Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did what he he did a dumb thing because he's not a smart man. He doesn't come off as a smart man. No, he he seems more like we'll we'll get into that in the ep- next episode. But so as this is happening, uh, it, it's hard to do summaries. I I. I don't envy you. <laughs> so you'll do the summary for the second half mostly. Okay. Because I'm, I'm really pulling this one. And I'm trying. I'm trying here. Forgive me, folks. <laughs> so what happens then is that... uh, So, yep. Da- and the daddy-o ate the Reese's. And then there's... Let's see. So that happens. And Lord Reese goes like, you need to, you know... As you see now, that's the truth of this world. Check it out, you know, the Grisha, Aaron's dad, stole the founding titan. We have to get it back now. And then we cut to um, the Levi squad trying to find where Aaron is. Mm -hmm. Because they know that Lord Reese is the true royal. And the Reese family is the royal family. So they had to, like, track down a book to figure out, like, oh, is there major, you know, is there any hints about where Aaron may have been taken to in Historia? (laughs) And they find that five years ago... They were worshiping in a cathedral, and the cathedral burned down, and only Lord Reese survived. Yep. Which leads them to go, shit, they gotta be at the cathedral. So they're, you know, going full blast there. Uh, while this is happening, there's, like, a Kenny flashback about a lot of exposition things about how, like, oh, the the Ackermans used to protect the king, and... The king can't control the Ackermans, but then the Ackermans turned their back on the king, and it's a lot of stuff, and I don't think all of it really pays off. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, a lot of stuff. It's a lot of 
it this is an exposition heavy part of the season. Mm-hmm. I still like it, but I'm like, this is kind of a lot at once. So that's all happening, and you know, we see some Kenny backstory about how uh we'll see later, but it's starting to introduce how Kenny and Levi met and how they grew, you know, how Kenny raised Levi basically. So that happens, that was happening, and then we get a short scene, if I remember right, in this episode where uh Irwin and Pixies are talking and they're concerned because they're like these royals are just giving us every question. They're answering every question we're asking because they think that all of our memories are just going to be wiped anyways. And they're like, well, shit, they don't even care that they don't want torture because I guess they think that we're just, our memories are going to go away. What the heck? Zachary also force feeds a dude. It's fucked. It's, it's like the most disturbing thing I've seen in the show <laughs> Yeah, where he, oh goodness, it doesn't, okay. It doesn't show everything. But it shows enough you know what's going on. And he's like, a beautiful torture method. He's like, oh, now you can, now you have to eat backwards. And I'm not going to get into explicit detail, but the guy's upside down. <laughs> and I'm like, that's... Oh my god, I didn't put the shit together. What? You didn't put that together? I didn't realize he was feeding him his own shit, no. I thought it was just normal force feeding. Which is an actual practice that is horrifying. But Well, I thought it was... Oh my god. There's well I'll no, it's, it's not even the that. circle of life. They the coup is successful and they got the royals tor- tied up and they're like Zachary's torturing them and terrible things. But the the royals are like, "Oh, you guys are going to be so fucking sorry when all of your memories are wiped and we become the royals again, just like last time or something." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh shit." So that's where uh 43 sin ends, which opens up Episode 44, Wish, which is the best episode in the season so far. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so see, episode 44, Wish is, if I remember right, it's entirely in the cavern, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, or there's like a flashback or two, but it's mostly in the cavern. So basically, Lord Reese. Yeah, but the flashbacks are to the cavern, so yeah, it's all cavern. It's all, all cavern, cavern, baby. baby. So in forty four, <laughs> Lord Reese basically talks to Historia about yo, uh, Aaron's dad Grisha stole the founding Titan from Frida, your half sister, and now we have to get it back. So how this works is I'm going to take this serum, inject. Uh, you need you. to under- you need to explain what the founding Titan thing is. Oh, sorry. So. so all, pretty much, it's a the giver situation where all the knowledge of human history and some pe- some bonus powers to boot are it's stored inside one person and they give it to the next person and this is done by having them eat each other in Titan form. Yeah. Uh, and so, but then Grisha disrupted that by eating Freyda. And then letting Aaron eat him. So they, he stole the founding Titan from them. Yeah. And since Aaron and Grisha are not part of this royal family. Yeah. It's basically like it's, they have the power in them, but it's locked away. It's like Chuck. You ever seen the show Chuck? No. It was a NBC spy comedy where. Did they eat each other? <laughs> no, but the, the thing only is, power to solve this crime is if I eat his spine. <laughs> no, the thing is, Chuck is like, like there's a secret like hard drive file thing that like has all the important CIA information on it, uh, like all of it, 
Yeah. And like all the top secret stuff. And Chuck's best friend, who he didn't know was a spy, sends it to Chuck. Oh. And the way it works is once you read it, you download it into your head. So now Chuck's just got that. <laughs> Damn. Zachary Levi is Chuck. Wednesday <laughs> nights on NBC. <laughs> well, this ain't Chuckzilla, king of the hard drives. This is pot. This is our Takatane episode. Be. We're not doing it. <laughs> so yeah, basically, folks, if you want a Chuck series, a Chuck mini series on the show, let us know. You can let us know, but I I will stonewall it. <laughs> so that happens, and the power's locked away. So basically, Lord Race is like, "Yo, uh, Historia, I'm basically Historia." You will become a god. Like this, it, you will become a titan god who can finally end our suffering. Like you will have the power to stop the titan menace, right? Yeah. But all you got to do is I got to inject you with this stuff to turn you into a titan to eat Aaron and turn and absorb the founding power. Yep. That's what you got to do, Historia. So they're talking and as this is happening, they're talking about it and then... Bada boom, uh, as this is happening, the scouts, Levi squad, finds the cavern and are starting to go into it. And they're fighting, they're fighting the squad, they're shooting at him, and Armin, in a tutorial screen, <laughs> in an in in-game hint option, uh, explains that... How anti-ODM <laughs> gear works. Yeah, how anti-ODM gear, the stuff that shoots the shotgun shells, is its weakness is that you know, the, the guns are attached to the, the hooks that you shoot. So you can't really aim too good with them. And if you get close enough with the swords, they're better than the guns. Because you can only shoot twice, and that's it. So, you know, Levi, Hanji, there's the squad, is cutting through people. Hanji gets smacked against a wall. Oh, Hanji's dead. It's bad, yeah. So she gets smacked against a wall. Everyone's, fight, everyone's fighting each other. Gun versus Fuck, sword. Hanji's not dead. You keep what? refusing to acknowledge Hanji's death. Hanji's not dead. I don't think that's enough to kill her. You've seen the show. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I can't... I don't think that would have been a death. But it looks bad. I don't know if she's making it out of the cavern, but... So that happened, and... I mean, you do. You... you Explicitly, <laughs> you do. But I'm not gonna tell you that. That's fair. <laughs> so what happens is, uh, they're fighting their way out, and then they basically put a giant net in front of the, the actual part of the cavern where the ritual's happening. Yep. So they that buys the, you know, Lord Reese and the, those guys time. So then Kenny comes down and is like, damn it, you're telling me that my plan to steal the serum, become a titan, and become a titan god ain't gonna work out for me? You yeah. bastards. <laughs> and Kenny was... And then Kenny's just like, well, I don't care enough to, like, fight you, but I do care enough to be a little stinker. I'm, I, so I'm gonna unlock Aaron Yeager. <laughs> where he's like, I'm gonna... Because uh, Aaron has, like, a mouth thing on. Yeah. So he's like, well... I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to fight you, but I'm going to make it a fair fight. Yeah. <laughs> so then he cuts Aaron's forehead a little bit. Because, you know, uh, to become, to turn into your Titan form, you need to have like a little bit of damage, like biting your hand or blood coming out, anything. So he cuts Aaron's forehead 
and takes his mouth guard thing off and is like, let's make it a fair fight. Titan versus Titan. Who wins? So that happens. And and then Aaron's not capitalizing on it. So he just looks goth, but he, Aaron cries and is like, Oh my goodness. Like, I can't believe my dad did this. Like, which also is very goth of him. <laughs> Crying about you, what your dad has done to you is a goth thing. See? His season four character redesign makes sense. <laughs> oh my god. My dad took my Hot Topic card away. <laughs> ah. So, yeah, he's, he's you know, he's really, you know, he's like, oh my goodness, because, you know, if my dad hadn't done this, all of the Titans would have gone away and everything would have been great and awesome. And I can't believe this happened. Like, please, Historia, like you need to eat me so you can save the world and save humanity. And then, you know, he tells Historia that and Historia goes, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to have to eat you. I'm sorry. <laughs> so then Lord Reese pulls out the, the but, thing. But then Historia asks the very important and, very obvious question of wait a second you guys have had this power for over a century and you haven't used it yeah and it's like you haven't taken out the titans yet why haven't you done that yet and that's when lord reese admits that like how it also says that the founding titan was the one who created the walls and wiped everyone's memories of what happened before the they're in the walls. That's a yeah. that's what the Founding Titan did. So what happens is that they go and Lord Reese admits that when the first Founding Titan uh, built the walls and wiped everyone's memories, uh, they put like basically a safety guard system yeah. for whoever gets the Founding Titan afterwards. You like you can't get rid of the Titans. Like you are locked in to that structure now. And then he admits that he tried to convince, it was so sad, like him and his brother tried to talk to his dad who had the founding Titan about, please dad, you got to get rid of the Titans. You got to save everybody. And the dad's like, no, I can't do that. You don't understand. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do that. And they go, why not? And then years later when, cause him and his brother say that to the dad years later, when uh, the dad's founding Titan gets passed to his brother, when his brother emerges as the Fang Titan, he has the same purple eyes and he just doesn't do anything. So it's like, whatever they see, whatever kind of memories you get when you become the founder and the stuff you realize, you just don't want to do it. You want to keep the status quo. So Historia's like, wait a second. Oh my goodness. So she, so his, you know, Lord Reese is like, well, we're going to turn you the founder anyways. And he has the needle and he's about to inject her vein. And, like, right before it enters, we get a Ymir flashback yeah. where she's like, listen, like, is this the kind, remember, you want to live the kind of life you want to live. Like, you want to, you know, do it for yourself, you know? Yeah. And then it's about to inject, and then the music starts swelling, and Historia fucking knocks the needle out of his hand. It smashes on the floor, and we're like, yeah! yeah. And she's like, I'm not going to fucking, you're not going to let. She's like, I know what's going to happen when I take that shit. I'm not going to be myself anymore. I'm not going to let you kill me. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. And she like 
fucking and he goes ah and he like grabs her and she fucking suplexes or like she throws him over her back and he smacks on the crystal ground no you're right that's suplex yeah okay it's a suplex then she cracks his back he's like ah my back it's broken and she's like i'm the worst girl in the world I'm gonna... Who the fuck cares about humanity? We're doing our own thing here. As I told you at the beginning of the season, these are my bad bitch years. Yeah, she's like, bad bitch time. And she unlocks Aaron, and Aaron's crying, being like, just eat me, please. And she's like, shut up, idiot. And he hits. she hits him. And she's like, we're getting out of here. But not before Lord... Uh, <laughs> Reese. Reese, uh... He's able to lick up a little bit of serum on the floor, turning into a titan, and that's where we leave off. And his titan is fucking massive. Yeah. Also, like, if you could just lick it, why are they doing this shit intravenously? <laughs> that's a question. Like, why not just drink it? You don't just have to licky. stick a needle in you. Just just drink it, apparently. Apparently, just dr- <laughs> lapping it up like a dog works. Well... That may or may not be something later. Okay. <laughs> just that that's something that you want to keep in the back of your mind. Grish is just a bit of an asshole, is what I mean. <laughs> He had to do it the cool way with the, the needle. Yeah. He squirt, had to keep squirt. Squirt, squirt. He had to keep <laughs> the audience guessing. So the yeah, the last shot we see is Aaron like being unchained from by Historia and this fucking massive skeleton. Mm-hmm. Bigger than the colossal titan. <laughs> Yeah. is like being formed in the cavern okay. and that's where we cut it so that was episode 44 wish so uh that's our coverage so far so all right so i'll make my predictions about what's going to happen next we'll go to commercial break and we'll watch those episodes yep and then we'll get back to you so i'll say overall though uh you know and a pretty good batch of episodes but very exposition heavy so yeah know what you're getting into with that like, from our discussion here, there's so many little things that are going on, and there's a lot of stuff revealed, so. Yep, so what are your predictions? So we got the, so Lord Reese is becoming a big motherfucking titan. Yeah. Second half of season three, part one, what's gonna happen? What do you think? Okay, so I think that we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, they're gonna defeat Lord Reese in a battle, uh, but I think more interestingly, we get an episode entirely dedicated to Bertolt, Reiner, and Emir mm-hmm. in their exploits. Uh, just like, like a, you know, in the style of uh, the Governor episode from The Walking Dead. Okay. Of just, you know, cut to, these are our major characters who we've been holding off on showing uh, for the for the beginning of the season. Uh, here's what they're doing. Okay. So that's a big prediction for me. I think another prediction is that I think we're going to get a flashback episode of Kid Levi. Okay. I'm I'm not looking forward to it. (laughs) And here's my prediction. I'm going to make like a A A-class prediction. All right. He's going to have the same dumb haircut as a kid, which isn't going to make sense. We see it in the opening. No, we don't. Do we? We see like, we see Kid Levi in the opening. Does he have the same dumb haircut? I will not answer that, but he's in the opening. Okay, but so he's got the same dumb haircut, and it's not gonna make sense because clearly, even though it's a dumb haircut, clearly you need like a stylist <laughs> to do that kind of thing. And an orphan Kid Levi <laughs> is not 
stopping into the salon to get that done. Man, if with all these high salon bills, I just can't afford food. <laughs> that's why he, that's why he's on the streets. Man, he's all I may be sh- I may be hungry and like close to death, but I be looking fly, dude. It's like that tech that uh that tweet. Can somebody help my finances? I, it's I spend fifty bucks food, a hundred <laughs> bucks water, four hundred bucks rent, two hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> salon. Please, my family is dying. <laughs> oh, it's the it's the wet in that. It's a wet tweet. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's the wet one. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Right. So those are your theories. So we think dedicated episode on what's up with uh, the with the with the uh them warriors <laughs> i will say i think i don't think by the end of three part one but by the end of three part two mm. emir and chris and historia finally share a kiss by the end of the entire season three that's my prediction i'm putting the pin there all right all right, all okay. right. so so Let's go to commercial break. Uh, yep. And then when we come back, we are going to start covering the second half of uh, Season 3, Part 1. So that is, again, episodes uh, 45 to 49. If, you, if the OP changes, you've gone too far. <laughs> so we'll see you then. on your the home screen of your TV. It's nothing quite kaiju about it, but the stuff I see on there, like Judy Justice, uh, the new show from Judge Judy, where there's no courtroom anymore. She's bringing the justice to your home. Who that, that's is that? Thing? You or Emma Joe? That's well, either of us. It's an ad. It's on there. It's an ad. Okay. <laughs> Neither of you are streaming IMDb TV <laughs> watching Judy Justice? No. <laughs> also, seeing Judge Judy out of her robe is sh- kind of disturbing. It, it's spooky. It is the uh, the second most disturbing thing I've seen today. We'll get into what's number one. <laughs> yeah. What's up? This uh, my name is Brian. This is Podzill King of the Cast. We've already we're in, we're we? mid episode. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We folks, we always record the first half, and then we've already the... explained this to them. Yeah, Brandon, you're forgetting. Brandon, <laughs> the Rice family has gotten to you. No, no. <laughs> we're we're covering season one, right? <laughs> Episodes one through eight <laughs> of B Star. <laughs> Why did you make me watch Beastar? 
was a fun show, but I haven't watched season two yet. It's weird furry porn. It's not porn. It's right. It's got a story It's right in a. So does hit porno pornographic film Sisters in the City. That has a story to it, Brandon. <laughs> the story revolves around sex, much like Beastars. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we're back for the next uh, half of our episodes here. So this one we're going to be covering episodes 45 to 49. So that is, we're covering the rest of season three, part one. So what's going on there is, um, my goodness. So I will say that the second half of these badge of episodes are a good deal better than the first. Yes, very much so. Like, I had kind of blocked out certain parts of these episodes in my mind. Because is, I was is just it from trauma? Not that. More like <laughs> I was did, did, <laughs> did Rodzilla traumatize you? No, I I think I think the Rod Reese Titan is fucking sick. Like, it's so Come gross. On, we're we're calling him Rodzilla. Ro- yeah, okay, Rodzilla. <laughs> you got me. Rodzilla, king of the fucking race family. Rodzilla, king of not having a fucking face. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, watching these, I think it's because season three, part two, is so much in my mind that I kind of, blo- like, remember less about what happened immediately before that. But... We're getting to season three, part two on the next episode, and oh, it's gonna be a wild one. Well, so, not the next episode. Oh, the you know two, two episodes from now. from now. Yeah, two weeks from now. All right, so uh, this is already a very long episode. So uh, let's start going into plot synopses. Yeah, you, you said I'd do it this time. Yep. So because, we'll start with cause... episode forty-five. <laughs> Outside the walls of Orvid District. All right, so where we left off, uh, Rod Reese was about was turn mid Titan turning. And oh, gross. <laughs> the Titan he turns into is so huge it fucking explodes the cavern they're in. It, it's so huge it can't even stand up on its legs. It's a giant fucking slug with with arms and legs pulling itself along towards the uh towards Towards the district or the or towards orville redenbacher's district (laughs) uh the nearest district and like his body just slinks as he's going and you can see a like a cloud of dirt going up everywhere he's going his his face is just dragging on the ground this entire time yeah so that's gross and meanwhile Aaron is sad boying, but uh, then Aaron falls into a familiar pattern in which a cute blonde girl in his near vicinity acts assertive and he's instantly like, yes, peg me, mommy, I'll do what you want. (laughs) And in this one, now that his story is in her bad bitch years, her worst bitch years... (laughs) She's like, Aaron, stop moping around and fight this guy. And he's like, aye, aye, sailor. <laughs> and so he turns into, he drinks a vial of the of the spinal fluid, turns into Chet again, but with a new power that he can turn stuff into crystal. Uh, and so he makes like a little crystal orb that saves them from Rodzilla's uh, cave-in. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile... Uh, meanwhile, we see uh, 
So Kenny, we see Kenny, uh, Kenny's crew get demolished and we see Kenny escape just barely. Uh, the whole group's regrouping and basically Aaron, they gotta, Aaron, yeah, so they got to catch up Erwin and the other scouts about what the fuck happened in there. Yeah. And they come to, and Aaron comes to the conclusion that, Hey, so if we, if we feed me to Rodzilla, he would least then be able to change back into Rod Reese and, yeah, he'll mind wipe everyone, but humanity will not go extinct. Yeah. We should do that. And that well, no, he all they also think maybe we could brainwash him, but but Historia's like, no, don't do that. Let's just He can mind wipe you. It doesn't matter. Like once he gets the founding power, he will just reset everything. Let's just kill him. I'm a bad bitch now. We're going <laughs> to kill my dad. Let's do it. Dad killing time. Yeah, so... Kill my daddy-o. That's about where episode... Uh, where, the, where this episode ends? Well, the last scene of it is they're 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 planning the strategy of the Orvidistro. Like, what they're going to do when the mm-hmm. Titan shows up. When yeah. Rodzilla makes its... Uh, slugs its way through. And then they're like, Erwin, what's the evacuation plan? And he's like, yo, there is there, none. Yeah, and that's <laughs> where the episode cuts off. With Erwin yeah. being like... Erwin... Well, Ever more and more showing that he is very selfish when it comes to human lives versus his plans. Mm. Uh, a thing that I'm sure is not going to go anywhere by the end of this batch of episodes. Uh, yeah. So next episode is the actual fight against Rodzilla. Mm. And so uh, we get some prep of Erwin explains. Oh, yeah, episode, uh, episode 46, Ruler of the Walls. So yeah, Erwin explains action sequence yeah. of the season. Yeah, Erwin explains why it is that he is not uh, why it is that he's not evacuating people, and that's because Rodzilla is going to the place with the highest density. They're gonna use the entire district as bait, so as not so Rodzilla does not uh directly attack Walrose. Yeah, and. And his plan is, we're, oh, we're gonna pretend that a uh, that a Titan eva- that a we're doing a drill for Titan stuff, so everyone's on the ready to be evacuated in case, but we're gonna keep them there. And mm-hmm. meanwhile, uh, Levi informs uh, Historia that hey, you're gonna be the queen now, and she's not too happy about that, but she understands her responsibility to do such. Mm. Uh. Then the actual attack happens. Oh, it's so cool. Uh, they got like dozens of cannons lined up and they keep firing and they got like cannons on the ground too. And they're like, they mentioned that this is the nor- North District. So they haven't had many uh, Titan attacks and stuff. So they're not really great at preparing for it. Yeah. And so they're, f- they're filling Rodzilla yeah. full of holes and it's not doing nothing. Yeah. He's looking all gross and like. Like like a honeycomb, like a, like a disgusting fleshy SpongeBob, <laughs> and then he pulls himself up oh, the side so of the wall. Nasty. Well, let's mention uh, we cut to like these three kids who are around Aaron, uh, Armin, and Mikasa's age at the start of the show, and they're playing around. They're having a good time, mm-hmm. and then they start hearing noises. <laughs> yep, and so Rodzel pulls himself up, and from dragging himself along the ground. 
Hey, Brandon, you're a character designer. You you do animation. Why don't you do the character design here? Brandon, okay. what that monster do? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. We should probably do that for like the bigger Titan things, like this one. So yeah, Rodzilla is fucking gross. Rodzilla is the biggest Titan we've seen in the series so far. Mm. He is twice the size of the colossal Titan. And so, the implication is that that is because instead of taking a controlled dose intravenously, Rod Reese just fucking lapped it, lapped up. it up. Yeah. So it's something messed up things. Okay. So he's fucking massive. So he he's like, ooh, and he's licking it. Like, ew. So he raises himself. We only see his eyeballs in his Titan form like once, like looking out. But by the time he makes it there, he, you can see him like, he's on all fours, strung through. <sighs> And he puts a hand on the wall to, like, try to bring himself up. Uh-huh. And then it's, like, he brings a hand on the wall. And, by the way, um, this he's CG for most of it. But, like, a lot better CG than in Season 2 for the Colossal Titan. Yeah. It looks pretty good here. And he has one arm on the wall. And he lifts himself up. And, the, and he's, like, stabilizing himself on the wall. And he's fucking disgusting. It's, like... Folks, I should say that, like, I'm very good with gore. When it comes to movies and TV, the thing is a favorite of mine. Horror is my favorite genre. I'm good with this stuff. <laughs> I am. Re- I I'm rather good. I'm desensitized. Uh, one would say in general. Uh, but Brandon can see my face right now. I'm very yeah. distressed <laughs> just thinking about Rodzilla yeah. right so now. He, so let me describe him, though, for the for our yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah. So he pulls himself up, and then you can see the damage he's done to his whole body oh, from dragging himself onto the fucking ground for so miles. Gross. Like, we'll start with his face. Imagine you took a big old sharp machete and you cut a person's face in half to the way where it's like split it in half so you can still see the eyeballs. Like, not cut... Oh, let me describe it. Uh horizontally not <coughs> vertically like yeah. you just cut it off like a mm-hmm. mask and you take it off yeah that's what Rodzilla's face looks like it's fucking empty holes half a brain sticking out and like his mouth is permanently open because you only see his back teeth like it sliced in half face from being dragged on the ground that much and he lifts himself onto the wall and his Even fucking further. yeah yeah and his b- whole body like organs just fall out because he's been you know there's nothing to hold them in anymore and they're just fucking falling over and they kill like they crush a couple like soldiers as they're like flopping down the wall and i'm like oh my god and like these three kids are watching this happen and rod reese when he stands up on the wall Mm -hmm. he's like like mid torso upwards he's over the wall yeah and it's so gross because you cut to a shot and like he's not a nor- like he's not a normal proportion guy. He's got fucking like little legs and like a gross like caterpillar pillar middle and like arms at his head. And he's like, Whoa, and he's looking over the wall. And then there's a there's a narrative from Aaron and Armin where it's like, well, this time there's gonna be people to help. And like Aaron transforms into Chet, and you can see they've been building this big old like bomb encased in the net. Where yeah. it's a bunch of like explosive barrels and one big old net, and Aaron transforms his Chet and he grabs the barrel. Well, first they blow up Rod Reese's hands. Yeah, with the so remote he can't barrels. Do anything. Yeah, they like they've got barrels of explosives with like 
grappling hooks on him. They fire the grappling hooks into his hands, pull it in, and he like all oh, like his head hits the the wall, and he's like whoa, yeah. and his his like he's on the wall, and Aaron grabs the whole fucking barrel. Chet grabs, yeah, sorry, Chet yeah. grabs the whole giant thing of uh, explosive barrels and just shucks it into um, Rodzilla's mouth. And he blows up like all the way down his body, like it like works its way down through his like esophagus, and then he just explodes into like a hundred pieces, yeah. most of them going towards the district. And the uh, the then the scouts, uh, mostly Levi and Historia, are going through, are swinging around and just shopping the chunks because they know one of them has to be the nape. And you kill, you destroy that to kill Rod inside and vanquish Rodzilla forever. Yep. Uh, Godzilla Forever should be the name of a Godzilla movie. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> In Godzilla Forever, he Godzilla finds out a young ward who is the the son who is the orphan son of some kaiju acrobats. Uh, <laughs> And Some mu- kaiju acrobats. And they've got to fight uh, Rodan. But this time Rodan's really into uh, into telling riddles. <laughs> and and Rodan has teamed himself up. Are there any kaiju with two faces? I don't oh, fuck. know. Oh. Ghidorah! Ghidorah's three. Yeah, that's I, even, I guess. That's even better than two face. That's three face. <laughs> three faces. I got a, I got a three-sided die here. <laughs> Also, Alicia Silverstone's here. Wait, no. Is that Batman and Robin or is that Batman Forever where Batgirl is I in it? I do not remember, but... Yeah. You don't rem- Oh, it's got... <laughs> no, it's got to be Batman and Robin because she's what who defeats Poison Ivy because the boys are too horny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That so is anyways. an accurate representation of that movie. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Anyways, they're, they're slicing through the pieces because they got to cut... Uh, Rodzilla's nape, or else he's gonna come back. Yeah. So Historia, who want who's wanted to be in the front lines of battle to show like her new yeah. subjects she's good, finds the big old chunk that was his neck, slices it in half, and the second she does, she has like a flashback of uh, Reese, yeah. of him being like locked up in a cage from his dad, and him being like, "Please, you gotta stop the Titans, you gotta help." And that didn't happen. And then he, yeah, she kills him. She lands down at the base, and all the town, all the the citizens are like, "Woo, yo, slay queen!" And she's like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to a more quiet scene of along the wreckage of the path that Rodzilla left. We see a very, very injured uh, Kenny. Yeah, Kenny uh, stumbling along. Some might even say mortally injured. Uh, yeah. And they'd be correct. they just have to wait an episode. But, uh, so, he's stumbling along, and he rests against a tree, and Levi and some random soldier show up, and they're like, and Levi's like, it's time to bring you in, Kenny. And Kenny's like, I don't think about that, think so, and reveals that he has a syringe full of Titan liquid. Next episode. Yep, that's where it ends. Yep. So now, Nolan, I remember when we watched at the end of this, you were like, what a great way to conclude the best Attack on Titan episode. <laughs> so I want you to give a summary of episode 47, Friends, 
And then I want you to give a brief idea of why you think that is the best episode so far. You know it's a stupid re- Well, I mean, there are good reasons. <laughs> but then there's also a very stupid reason. Uh, but, All right, I'm so, ready. Let's let's do it. So, episode 47 is Friends, entirely... The Kenny episode. So, almost in 90% of this episode is a Kenny flashback. In which... So, Kenny... We see Kenny, uh, his joining up with the royals learning their secrets uh about this uh about the uh what's the titan's name like the what the founding titan, titan? The founding ti- about the founding titan and just and then hatching his plan that he is going to hijack the next uh when he takes control of the central police that he's gonna hijack the uh the next uh the next I'm at a lot. Oh yeah, hijack the next transfer of power of founding titans. Yep. Uh, we also see him, him raising Levi, which Levi doesn't get many lines, so it, it's okay. <laughs> also, Levi malnourished a- orphan Levi, who he finds as an orphan next to his his, next his, to his dead mother from from a disease. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to say, Nolan? Of this poor orphan child. Who is near death of starvation. Okay, so you guys ever seen the meme of like the busty redhead going, Honey, it's time for your 3 p.m. penis flattening. And then this prune of a of a wojack just going, Yes, dear. (laughs) Young malnourished orphan Levi looks just like that yes dear Wojack. You damn Redditor. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that meme on Reddit. I've always seen it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, so this is the... Yeah, so you heard it here, folks. Nolan's favorite episode predominantly is a Levi backstory. It's not a predominant. It's predominantly a Kenny backstory. Fe- heavily featuring Levi... Not heavily featured. He's in like half the episode. He probably has three lines. He's featured in a lot of the episode. And Kenny's backstory and his themes and ideas of that he says are based on him whether or not he wants to raise Levi. Yeah, so anyways. Levi's the central focus of it. He's not. Kenny is the central focus. No, but Levi is a part of that focus. (laughs) Levi's just a Wojak. Anyways, right, so yeah. Ken, so yeah, so then we get back to the present, and Levi's like, "You're not just gonna sit here and wait to die. You, what are you? What's your plan?" And then we find out Kenny's just like, "Haha, that's what you're wrong, mate. I exclusively intend to just sit here and die. Here, <laughs> you take the serum." We also got an amazing amazing so halfway through each episode we haven't mentioned this in episode folks but halfway through each episode of of attack on titan they cut to like a a video game loading screen kind of screen with some information on it Mm. this one is just because we've now learned that mikasa kenny and levi are all from the ackerman family (laughs) it's just those three characters in a triangle connected to each other with 
blood relation question mark <laughs> in the middle and it is perfect i would not change a thing no notes <laughs> okay but then so we see uh we see historia be crowned queen at a ceremony and then we get the episode that really cemented this as the best attack on titan episode yeah so historia is marching down the hall and all of the rest of the of the 104 is following her and they're like you're not gonna and she's like i'm the queen what can he do and they're like but still uh, what's he gonna do and she walks up to levi and fucking punches him and everyone cheers <laughs> nolan did too he i did i did <laughs> cheer. Like, yes was there, was there, like, a scene after that? I feel like there was something about forgetting that. Uh, the main scene of the antagonists in in the whole part of the season? No, that was the episode before. No, that that's this one. Episode 47, Friends? That's the one oh, that Oh, fuck, ends yeah, you're with, right, you're uh, right. Oh, yeah, I was... I was certain characters that oh, no yeah, one was so wondering Oh, yeah, so then the better cap. <laughs> so, then we see fucking... Then we cut to the Colossal Titan collapsing and... It's Reiner. It's the Reiner, Armored Titan. Or the Armored Titan collapsing and Reiner in there. And Bertolt's like, are you okay? Are you okay? Right. And the Beast Titan crouches down next to them. The Shaggy Man, uh, which is what I'm going to be calling him until he gets an actual name, uh, steps out from the nape of the Beast Titan's neck and says, You lose. We go. We don't go for Annie. We go for the coordinate first. Yes, we go for them first. Which, as we know, is that's Aaron. Aaron. So yeah, going straight for Aaron. And they said basically, we don't have to worry though. They'll come to us because they're. We'll see where they are in an episode or two. Everything about this episode is perfect. All right, Kenny's backstory is amazing. His final scene. Levi doesn't talk much in it, allowing Ken Kenny to just emote and not be some above it all little punk like we don't have to deal with levi's for most of the levi scenes we don't have to deal with levi's dumb haircut because he doesn't have it yet <laughs> and he looks like a wojack <laughs> he, i laughed i laughed when i saw the wojack <laughs> when i pointed oh, it out I to clapped. you dude, i clapped when i saw when it. i pointed it out to you you did in fact laugh <laughs> You laughed really hard. But, so, then Levi gets punched. And then we get a scene of, then we get uh, an interesting uh, story building uh, scene with the, uh, with the uh, Reiner and Bertolt. My favorite character, Amir, did not show up outside of flashbacks this season. This, uh, well, you know, part, season three, part one is a season. It's like fucking 12 episodes. It's a season. Uh, how many episodes is it actually? I think the whole... Oh, all of season three? Oh, season three, part one. Oh, part one. Yeah, I think it's just... Um, let's see... Yeah. It 12? Yeah, okay. So yeah, 12, yeah, 12 episodes. episodes. It released a... It, there was like a year gap between episodes. It's a season in its own right. I hate the splitting up of seasons thing because clearly they're not... They're, not just self clearly they're they follow their own arc it's not 
This is a thing. This is a thing with TV. Three, yeah. Season four. It's like five, the, it's six, like the yeah. Breaking Bad season five. Yeah, that anno- like, that always annoys me because it's like no, they literally follow their own arcs. That these are different seasons. Mm-hmm. Just I guess they. Yeah, I know that they split it up in this case, so they. But like, Bojack isn't. But... I think Bo Bojack Part One and Part Two. I think is the only one where I wouldn't say it has that problem. But also, mm-hmm. Bojack Part One and Part Two released like within a month of each other. So like. Well, yeah, like two months yeah it was close enough it was november and january it was yeah, yeah so but yeah uh so so yeah friends is a great episode because you also get some king of the walls weird stuff yeah where he like the quote soon the world will crumble and i want to i want to make a paradise ah all that stuff yep uh so with that we are now on episode 48 bystander there this is a very flashback heavy season. Yeah, which is why I mean we talked about that. Why I think that the uh, the new opening really works for it, which the last time I get to see it. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So uh, in this in this one, uh, we start with like it's been two months since the last episode. Mm-hmm. Historia's a pretty beloved queen because she's she's doing the princess die thing. She's out among the people a lot. Uh, <laughs> And she, and uh, her and Aaron have a little flirt thing going on. Mikasa's pissed about that. Mikasa's very pissed, and rightfully so. Her and Amir <laughs> should be fucking pissed right now. Like, literally, that one relationship is fucking up my two big OTPs. <laughs> Double da- damage. The only way it could be worse is if they started a thruple with Hanji. That is all three of my OTPs. <laughs> my, uh, I, I am. Oh wait, I already talked about this this episode that I, I ship Erwin and Hanji. But yep. yeah, so, so bystander opens and they're like, man, if only there was some way, uh, only someone who could maybe give us some more information about your dad, Aaron. And Aaron was like, wait a second, our old drill sergeant, who looks a lot like a guy i've interacted with a lot he was just bald <laughs> as time will do to people yep and so they go and they talk to the drill sergeant and we learn that the drill sergeant was essentially snape in that <laughs> he was so it was they met grisha outside of the wall we find out grisha was a grisha is probably from the same group of people that Bertolt and Reiner are from, but he, for some reason, wants the walls to stay when they where they don't. Uh, he showed up to humanity with... I don't know, was he feigning not having memory, or did he actually not have memory? I, I can't say that. <laughs> well, okay, if it's not... Then obviously it was feigning. Because huh? it... I, I couldn't tell if the implication was that he was feigning not having a memory of it, or if he was... From the episode, or if he actually could not remember. Okay, that, that's an abstraction that may come back in. Brent, you're horrible. My que- my innocuous questions should not be like. Should... You're so horrible at not giving stuff away because I ask innocuous, obvious questions based on the episode, and then you're like. I can just imagine your like brain with like a bunch of little SpongeBob's running around like fuck fuck <laughs> he's asking stuff. 
He's asking questions about the episode. How do I mention this without talking about future stuff? No. Well, that... You don't leave the question for long, is what I'll say. It's not like that's like, that's the last reveal of the show or something. Okay, but yeah, so anyways, uh, Grisha showed up. He became the doctor of the of the Shingashima district. Uh, and he fell in love with uh, the drill sergeant. Uh, the the wait the young hot waitress the drill sergeant was pining over, uh, and the drill sergeant resented this, and when he got married, but he stayed close because he loved the mother. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, he was there the night Aaron was turned. He knew he uh, so he knew that Aaron had killed uh Grisha, and he brought him back to the uh he brought him back to the trust district to uh with the refugees and then laid him down didn't say anything then when aaron showed we find out uh, finally a question is answered <laughs> a minor question from the first batch of episodes uh who fucked with aaron's odm gear the implication in episode had always been gene had done it uh but we find out it wasn't actually Gene, and I owe Gene an apology. Gene uh, but... has been found innocent of the crime. But it was... It was the drill sergeant who didn't want Aaron to succeed. Because, again, he's the snake. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so... He messed him up, and he's like, dang. I guess... I guess I can't stop it. Then we get a... Uh, then the episode that's all the information we get really and uh but the episode closes with like a good thematic thing of a further flashback to um to a monologue the mother gave to the drill sergeant about the nature of chosen ones mm. where it's kind of like it feels like it's very thematically relevant of like how there's no such thing as chosen ones my boy was born and that's enough it's like he doesn't have to be special uh so yeah so then we get to the final episode of night this of batch the, yep episode 49 night of the battle to retake the wall which is more or less an epilogue and a little teaser for season three part two uh the best part of the show so it's a good amount of little little seeds thrown in there how many episodes are gonna be in attack on titan total in the whole show yeah well, how many episodes are there currently out? I think there's 75 currently out. So what you're saying is... Six, yes, no. We're going to have an episode 69. Is an episode that has come out. <laughs> My guess is there might be like 80-something episodes. Folks, in the whole when show. we get to episode 69, we're going to have a party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what episode... Oh, that's season four. That's definitely going to be in season four. Okay, so yeah. So, so yeah. then... Uh, yeah, so, in this episode, we get stuff happening. Yeah, I can, um... Yeah, yeah, could you take bring this some? Yeah, so, it starts opening with them basically just, we saved the day, folks. Good. Let's celebrate, you know, this has been a couple months since we had to fight Rodzilla. Tomorrow, we are going to retake Wall Maria. Okay. We're going to retake this wall... Because with Aaron's hardening ability, 
we can plug up the hole that the Colossal Titan made in it. Oh, yeah. Historia is very interested in the fact that Aaron's gotten a lot better at hardening. <laughs> it's a direct line. It's a direct it is. And we both looked at each other. I don't know if it was so much that Brandon found it funny, the W in Tantra, or that Brandon knew that that's exactly where my mind would go. <laughs> well, either way. But yeah. It was like, okay. So basically the whole plan is going to be, yo, we got to get Aaron into there to uh, to become Chet and then fuse together with the wall and like plug that up. Yeah. And we need to figure out what's in Aaron's basement because Aaron's got the key. His dad, Grisha, seems like he knows more than he was letting on. We got to figure out what's in his basement. So that's all talking about the guy. We got to take retake the wall. They have discussions about... Um, they bring up this, the Titan serum yeah. where basically Erwin gives it to Levi and is like, I'm a wounded soldier. I trust who I trust Levi with whoever he's going to choose to give it to yeah. Levi. Here you go. Because, you know, if we capture, I don't think they directly say it, but you know, if they capture Reiner or Bertolt, they can serum stuff. I don't yeah. know. But so the, um, they're given the serum because maybe they'll save a, a person's life or something. Mm-hmm. And that's going on. They believe in the serum. They give Erwin. Basically, after that, Levi tells Erwin to just not go to the mission. Because, you know, Erwin's arm is missing. He's, you know, he's been downtrodden. And Levi's like, yo, just don't go on the mission. And we'll just let you know, you know, if we succeed. Yeah. And Erwin goes, no, I'm coming. You can use me as bait. But I'm coming. Yeah. I My whole life, I've been waiting to figure out what's like what's up with this world. I'm going to do oh, it. Yeah. And Levi explicitly says, even if you put humanity at risk to do it. And he says, yes. Yes, yes I do. All Erwin cares about is his own. Erwin is so fascinating. Because it's like, Erwin's mm. plot is essentially a man... Willing to let the world burn so he has a chance to talk with God and find out <laughs> what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I mean, that, that sounds like he got some stuff. Yeah. Like, with, you know, he constantly is going, like, he doesn't, he will put everything on the line in order to figure things out. Yeah. So, so that happens. And then that's going on. And they say, yep, Ir- Irwin, I gotta be there for what's in the basement. All three, uh, yes, they're talking about that. They all of the Levi squad, you know, Aaron, Mikasa, Armin, you know, Sasha, yeah, Connie, they're all having a fucking gene, they're having a big, oh, yeah, they're having a party. (laughs) So, where Sasha is going crazy over meat, trying to eat it from everyone, and like. The, Connie eventually they have to just let her tucker herself out before they can tie her to a post. Yeah, because they gave they gave all the scouts meat for the the big mission the next day, and fucking Sasha just grabs the whole thing in her mouth. And Sasha's two defining characteristics are hillbilly, <laughs> loves food. Yep. <laughs> so as that's happening, fucking Gene and Aaron get into a, a yeah, shouting yeah. and then a punch match. And for once, Mikasa doesn't step in. No, she's like, let him do it. Yeah, because <laughs> she's pissed that Aaron is into into the queen. She's like, he's like, damn, damn, no, no. Yeah. So that all fun, really fun, lighthearted. You, we don't get many of those in this show. 
Yeah. It's much appreciated whenever it pops and up. And that whole scene ends with a Mikasa, Aaron, and Armin just stumbling home from the party. Yeah, they take sitting. a sit a seat on the uh, steps and they talk about the future. Mm. And Armin swears that. Oh my god, this is gonna set something sad up. This I just realized this is setting a sad thing up for Armin's character arc. I think Armin what swears that ev- that he's gonna make sure. They all see the ocean. I can't. I can't. I know you that. can't. I know you can't. <laughs> but you. But if I were writing Attack on Titan, I would make Armin die at the ocean. <laughs> That'd be real. Yeah, nothing. It's I the can't. most thematically like. It would be the most thematically fucking uh, compelling and arc to uh, way to end his arc. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, so that is so they're all sitting there, and yeah, Ar- Ar- uh, Armin's like, "Yo, you know, we're gonna make it to the ocean. I want to see the sands. I want to see the glaciers. I want to see all the beautiful things that we haven't been able to see in our lives." And then for a moment, uh, they're looking and they talk about how they want to try to get things back to where they used to be before the Colossal Titan broke the wall. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "I think one of them says like, I don't know if we can ever do that." And then they're like, "We have to try though." And then they see a guy walk by, and they all think for a second it's Hannes, who is, you know, their, their like, guardian guy who got killed at the end of Season 2 from the Smiling Titan. If you don't know who Hannes is, and you're listening to our breakdown of Season 3, Part 2 of Attack on <laughs> Part 1, or, yeah. Get real! <laughs> What's up with you? <laughs> this would be a crazy time to start here. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> but, um, so the whole thing is... The yeah they they swear they see Hanes for a second and then they realize it's another person yeah and it's like dang how you know innocence lost and all that yeah and so that's one of the last shots oh the then movie. they they cut to the uh well the morning of they're they're charging yeah. out oh it's so fucking sick and for once people are cheering them on because usually you know uh you see it at the start of the whole show that people are like oh they're wasting our taxes they're just going out to die. Yeah. But this time, people are excited. They're like, let's go get him, Levi. Let's go get him, you know, Aaron. Let's, you know, let's get yeah. the wall back. And then the a couple of the members start cheering on the wall. And then Erwin goes, ah! yeah. <laughs> he just starts yelling. And it's so fucking good. And he's like, yes. And, and then they start. And then we cut to a very quiet shot from Wall Maria mm. of Bertolt and Reiner lying in wait. Yeah, waiting for them to come. Yeah. And then, uh, that's the last thing we see of the season three, right? Part one? That's the last Fuck one. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I got gate-bossed, gas-lit, girl-kept again. <laughs> yes. So, I told Nolan, I you see, I have to sow these seeds a little before that moment, because it would... The thing is, it's not even that. It's that Brandon go... Decide, <laughs> Brandon will tell me something, then decide, <laughs> no, I should just... I should have just <laughs> sowed that seed and gaslight me into believing I'd misheard him. Because Brandon told me specifically, yeah, this, season three, part one is one of the few that has an after credit. Oh, no, scene. I said, I said one of the few that had, I think weeks ago, I said, I think you asked me when we were, this has been weeks. Since Not even we weeks. The end of we, last three. week, we went to Hades town together yeah. on a long trip. And during that trip, we were talking about the show and Brandon <laughs> 
And we went to the show on Broadway, Hades Town. We did not die and go to Hades Town. <laughs> <laughs> Way down, Hades Town. Way down, down under the, the ground. ground. But, great show, uh, great show. But so, and you said, yeah, we got to make sure to watch for that uh, after credit scene. It's one of the few times they have it. I show up today and you're like, what? No, no, it doesn't have an after credit scene. I'll say, as one of the few that doesn't have it. You see, with production issues... And the manga wasn't even that updated past that, so they couldn't really show anything. So you know, you know, like, I gotta, like I gotta, lo- I gotta. Why? <laughs> when you already told me why? I okay, I had to do it because I feel like I'm bad. I'm sometimes bad at keeping spoilery things to myself. So what I gotta do is like how Marvel edits some of those trailers, like the Infinity War trailers. I gotta lead you on another path. And then only for the show to surprise you like it would if you watched on your own. But anyway, so the it's doing its the show's doing its closing theme, which it's is a, a it's an awesome one. Nice really little nice. animated thing. When suddenly weird little cuts start happening, it's like a like of like of Aaron with like a bloody face, the Beast Titan, the key, and then we get a smiling Titan. Yeah, then we is the smiling Titan not gone? What? No, it's. No, yeah. it died. I'm saying for a split second, you see it. Yeah, you see Smiley yeah, Titan. Yeah, you see, I know. Like, all I know. The I was just wondering things. what the. Uh, but, but yeah. So then he, and it's a scene of in I think the ruins of Shingashima, are, Aaron Levi, and Mikasa are having a pretty heated conversation. They don't say enough for us to really get what it's yeah, about. You don't get the context, but you just hear, hear Levi say like, "Do you have any idea what you just did?" Oh, and Aaron has is so Aaron. We haven't mentioned this, but pretty much every time Aaron gets out of the, uh, gets out of Chet. Oh, he's got the little lines. Yeah, in his he's eyes. got like burn marks around his face, and he's got those burn marks. Uh, so something just happened with Chet, and mm. so they start fighting, and Mikasa pushes Levi to the ground. And she's about to slit his throat, and then it cuts. Well, then first Levi kicks Aaron, and then Mikasa ah. Yeah. Oh! Fucking blade right up to his throat, and that's where it ends. <laughs> yeah. And then it plays the rest of the OP like you didn't just see that. <laughs> yeah. So uh stick for the after credits. <laughs> if you if you if you didn't see that. If you if you skip them like I often do, go yeah. back and rewatch it. It gets it's really fucking nuts. But yeah, so that's the that's the synopsis of yeah, the that's second three part one. Yeah. Uh, but so I'll ask so let's talk about overall thoughts, and then we'll get into Nolan's top whatever number five. And <laughs> five. Nolan's. All right. Yeah, I get that. There's less ones here. Okay. So, um, my overall thoughts have been season, uh, season three, part one. The second half of episodes are a good deal stronger than the first. Still, mm-hmm. some problems with, or not problems, but like I get, I know where it's going. I know why they had to put all the exposition in, but I feel like this is a very exposition heavy part of the season. Yeah. So I still think that's a thing with lots of stuff, but like, I think with like focusing on different characters as like POVs for a part was pretty interesting. I thought that was cool. Like they're giving, they're giving away little bits, but not enough to really get the whole picture yet. Yeah. Like there isn't enough here, I feel, to have a Nolan cover your ears because I feel like it's not enough for that. It's just, oh, you know, they reveal more about this later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, so... I I like this batch of episodes a lot. I like the show. I really like the show. Uh, 
It didn't move the dial on Levi for me like people thought it would. And the first couple of episodes are really weak, in my opinion. Uh, it, the, not bad, but the worst the show's been. Uh, and, but yeah, I think overall I liked it. It's just the weakest Attack on Titan material I've seen so far, but by far not bad, by far not something that would make me give up on the show if I weren't being forced to watch all of it for content. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so, all right. So you know, least favorite part of the overall. I made it through the Sand Snakes arc on Game <laughs> of Thrones, and I elected to watch that. Ooh. And I defend season five a lot, but oh. Oh. I defend all of Game of Thrones a lot, including the eighth and fi- the eighth final season. Oh, you poor fool. Okay, ep- okay, season 8, episode 2 is a good episode. I'll give you that. Season 8, episode 1 through 6 are good episodes. I mean, that's just not true. But <laughs> let's get into Nolan's top 5 anime moments. Okay. Yeah, uh, so... Number 5. Uh, Historia's I'm gonna be the worst bitch in human history uh, is it when, speech. Is it uh, when she knocks the vial over? After the vial, yeah. Okay, okay. Sick, sick. All right, that'd be like my number, probably number one. Okay, number f- number four. Number four is gonna be Armin killing a dude. Yeah, just straight up. <laughs> yeah. Pow pow. All right, so now number three. Number three is gonna be uh, Aaron Yeager doing an I uh, doing a We Are Groot and protecting everyone by making an orb around them. <laughs> we are Chet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So what's number two? Number two is uh, Kenny's introduction just blowing a woman's head off. <laughs> Dang. I mean, that's... Okay, I know what your number one is, but number one... Do you know what my number one is? I'm pretty certain. Tell me what you think my number one is. I'm going to fall into a trap here, aren't I? I'm going to say it, and you're going to be like, no, it's actually this really good one. <laughs> I Okay, I know your joke number one is going to be Historia punching Levi. <laughs> I know it. I, was, you know I it. didn't even think of that one. You're just lying. <laughs> no, no mine is much ecstatic. dumber than that. Okay, you were ecstatic during that moment. Mine is much dumber than that. Okay, all right, what you got? <laughs> okay. what's, what's number one? That's what I thought it was, folks. I don't know. This is uncharted territory here. It is from the same episode. It's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, finish, finish. <laughs> Come on, you can do it. It's getting to see yeah. a version of Levi that's malnourished and sad. <laughs> wow, that's my favorite moment. Man, it really man, it it really ruins for me when that poor orphan child of a prostitute grows up to a very fulfilling military career that really ruins it for me oh my god (laughs) okay all right tell people how they can contact us all right so folks um you can contact us uh we have our email it's uh King of the Casters, all lowercase, at gmail.com. Uh, we can follow us on our Twitter at 
Podzilla KO. Uh, we should clarify. It's not. It's King of the Casters at Gmail. It's not King of the Casters. A L L L O W E R C A C E at gmail.com. Yeah, that. <laughs> it is just King of the Casters. You yep. don't have to write all lowercase, folks. Yep. King of the Casters. Well, you do have to write all lowercase, but you don't have to write all lowercase. <laughs> at gmail.com. And then our Twitter is pods, at Podzilla KOTC. All caps on KOTC. We post updates and memes and other general things there. And I don't think it's we said in a while, but we upload every Friday at noon. I feel we like do. that's been weeks since we've said that. Yeah, but, it um, is when we always upload. Yep, so you can tune in on Fridays at noon. So, Eastern Standard Time, I guess. So you can turn in at noon, and the next episode that we're going to be covering here on the podcast is... Um, i got to look her up here. <laughs> I am upset that we didn't get any Amir in the, I mean, we got her briefly in a, in a gay flashback, but, mm. uh, but no Amir content. She's my favorite character by far, folks. Yeah. So the next episode that we're covering or the next, our next episode is going to be on, we're going back to Godzilla. It's been a while. <laughs> our last one was episode 28 was in the Mothra episode, but we're keeping in the high era and our next episode is going to be Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla 2 from 1993. Woo! That'll be a fun yeah. one. So, and then that's our next episode. Our, and again, folks, uh, two weeks between Attack and Titan episodes. Our next Attack and Titan episode, excuse me, it's going to cover all of season three, part two. So that's yeah. episodes, I believe it's 50 to 59. And. Folks, um, one of the big reasons I wanted to do this whole series was, one, it's a fun show. It's kaiju-themed and stuff. Another one being Season 3 Part 2 is almost, in, like, f- from my feelings about it and stuff, like, pretty much a perfect season. <laughs> yeah. With how, like, everything comes back into, like, together in this beautiful, like, concoction of stuff. And... I'm extremely excited to go into that because it's going to be fucking incredible. And there's going to be some twists and turns on the way that uh, will be made evident at certain points. But uh, it's going to be an insanely fun time. For my opinion, it's the best part of the show so far. You know, I've read the manga. Season 4 Part 2 might get really nuts too. But, uh, you know, the first half of Season 3 was building up all these new elements with lots of things. Season 3 Part 2 is the payoff for that. And it's fucking nuts. So I look forward to that. So if you want to catch up and not be spoiled when that episode comes out, watch 50 to 59. Also, since we're about as far out from when we first start hinting at Attack on Titan uh, as a May series, uh, when this will be releasing, we'll be about as far out from when ours would come out. So... We've got another themed miniseries coming up, so I'm going to give you a little hint. We're really going to flow into it. Uh, see you next time, baby. See you then.